0: Hey, uh, what's going on, Mouse? Hey, Brian. Happy Friday.
1: Oh, yeah, no, happy for people who enjoy Fridays. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Miles, we're going to make this quick. I, I just put a pizza in the oven. Uh, the the timer is going to go off in 17 minutes. Then we're going to call this quits because, you know, got to eat that shit when it's hot. What pizza is it? Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a fictional pizza. Just go along with it. Yep. <laughs>
0: So you can put anything you want
1: on it. What's yep. on it, Brian? I mean, a little bit of everything. You know what? Whatever, Whoa. whatever the chat wants. Because I'm not okay, in the, mo- the mood to argue today. And so, whatever, right, the whatever next. the chat thinks is right, that belongs in my pizza is going on the pizza. And then we can all eat the fictitious slice together. Okay. Next ten ingredients that
0: are put in the chat goes on the pizza. Game on.
1: <sighs> you, you, you know it's going to be.
0: You know it's pineapple first. So <laughs> someone said pineapple.
1: That's fine. I'm done with pineapple. Someone uh, said like cats, but I think that's a different conversation. Th- that might be. But however, you never know. We could have some cannibals. Pickles. In the crew. Yep. We've got pickles here. What's Anchovies. I, so we I, got- I've wondered, I've wondered if pickles, like, so you've had cheeseburgers before and you put pickles on it, right? it's like, no, I so take them out. Cheap, <laughs> go, go, fuck yourself.
0: <laughs> 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 like,
1: like Pickles and cheese go together. shouldn't pickle, shouldn't pickles on pizza be good. Could that be a good thing?
0: Okay, skittles. so I'm really glad that I, I think skittles. rat balls just missed the cut. Okay. Rat balls mm-hmm. just missed the cut because uh, there was so many amounts of pineapple. Okay, and skittles. Dude, J-
1: James Wolf is eaten by himself. <laughs> Anchovies, olives, and prawns. You are in the other room, my friend. We're not even. Bleh. We're not even sitting at the same table with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, now let's do this thing. Let's do it. This is PSVR Gamescast Live. Where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and two-eyes Friday right here on PSVR Without Parole. We do it live for your viewing pleasure, 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you can watch it right here on YouTube, this channel, Without Parole. Uh, if, if you don't like watching with your eyes, like watching with your ears instead, you can go over to Podcast Services of your choice. Thanks for our good friend, Rypop, who uploads this on Podcast Services of your choice. Uh, and if the live thing is just a little bit too long for you, don't worry. Sci-Fi Game cat Henry, our good friend, puts timestamps into the show after it's over my name is brian paul from this channel right here psvr.pro, and the gentleman over here on the other side of the pond but only for the next few hours it's my friend miles dyer from youtube.com miles
0: hello brian hello game cats hope you are all doing well and had a good week the weekend is closing in and and yes as brian hinted um i will be coming across the ocean uh for vacation and i will be going to the lovely state of Alabama to see a friend. And uh, yeah, it meant um, no Let's Plays this weekend, unless I can convince them to buy a PSVR 2 <laughs> when I'm there. <laughs> um, they they actually recently bought a PS5, so uh, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, I don't know, can you actually get PSVR 2s in stores now? You can, right, in the States? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, no one's buying right. them. They, they, I'm sure they're everywhere. Okay, well,
0: maybe I'll do that then. Um, But yeah, so it meant doing a lot more Let's Plays during the week. So on Tuesday, I did a 9 till 5. I mean, I say this, Brian works like, you know, 6am till (laughs) 6am most days.
1: You're exaggerating, (laughs) but but I I appreciate it.
0: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I worked nine to five, and then at quarter past five, I, I did uh, my first of three Let's Plays just to get them out of the way. I, I say get out of the way. I wanted to play these games, but I wanted to make sure I did them listen, before I left.
1: Listen, I understand. It's like when you when you have to call your parents, and like even though you love your parents to death, you still do it to kind of get it out of the way, right? I mean, like, I think we're all on the same yeah, page. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I you could say it like that, yeah. Yeah, um, I, hope, I hope my mom's this... not watching. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mom.
0: Um, but it... But it kind of um, it's knowing that when I get back um, from America, it will be like on like towards the end of September, and then we're in October where we've got an onslaught of games. Um, So the three I played on Tuesday were uh, Broken Edge. I'll see Brian done a good review there. Um, According to you, (laughs) (laughs) I I I had a good time with it when I started playing multiplayer. Um, Mm. But without getting into a massive conversation about it, the convoluted menus. the tutorials do teach you a lot and repeat a lot, but I felt the whole over-encompassing goal of the game uh, was not clear, um, and so um, I like the concept. I, don't know, I, just, man.
1: I really do. I, 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 I wish they could almost take another, pardon the pun, stab at it uh, because yeah. I, I feel like there is something here. It just didn't, it just didn't resonate with me for you know the hours that I stuck with it. So, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Xavier, I, I, think, I think it is. Xavier in the chest says hi, Brian's mom. <laughs> with that
0: oh. um, then I went on to play Ruins Ma- Magus 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 um, so I don't know how far you got into the game and hopefully this isn't a spoiler but I, I came across some like massive dragon thing mm-hmm. like did you get to that boss you, uh-huh.
1: yeah no I finished the yeah, game
0: yeah yeah I'm, I'm sure it's not that far in um, but um yeah i mean i'm having a good time with it the the characters are annoying and bug the hell out of me and there's that weird half man half goat half tortoise thing that works in the shop that freaks me out um but you know apart from that the combat feels decent um parrying with the shield if you um, you hold l1 at the right time you deflect the whatever they fire at you back and that feels amazing like um I don't know. It's just in the, in, in the whole VR space, you know, 3D space and like where hit getting the shield at the right angle. And even with some of the bigger bosses, when they make like they throw loads of debris at you, you literally have to deflect off all the individual bits of debris. So there's some really cool stuff there. Um, I am going to keep playing it. But as you alluded to, it doesn't it just kind of wears out. It's just more and more of the same. So cause I think there's like 25 missions. That's a lot. It's a lot,
1: yeah. And it's uh <clears throat> and I d and I did love the combat. Um, but man, that's kind of all there is. And after after a while, I think I feel like the more you play this game, the 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 more it wears on you, which is unfortunate. Mm. Uh and then finally
0: on Tuesday I played Alvo, just 'cause um the servers went down when I was meant to be playing it before. Um I'm having a really good time with it. My issues were with some of the controls, but now i it's clicked with me. No problems at all and I'm loving it. Um, and then a few hours ago today, just before the show, um, I played Sweeper, which I know we'll talk a bit about in a bit, um, but um, uh, ha- had a really good time with it.
1: Great. Uh, well, that's awesome, man. Uh, so everybody, if you, if you missed today's live stream, make sure you go over to Miles' channel, uh, youtube.com slash Miles, the easiest URL to remember, I think, on the <laughs> planet. Uh, but it's uh, always a good time. And just remember that, you know, uh, you're going to be gone for, what, a week? Is that how long you're gone for? Yeah, about, about just,
0: just over a week and that. Um, so we shouldn't so, be expecting yeah, gonna, any
1: content for the next seven days or so.
0: I am going to be doing my Miles Die Live next Wednesday because um, I'm going to be taking my laptop with me. And then depending on scheduling, I might be able to do one of these. Um, but we'll, we'll wait and see. Um, but yeah, um, do subscribe to my channel because in October, there's a dead ton of horror games coming out and people love watching me play horror um and for me i'm always like oh, i'll do a horror game like i'll spread it out like once a month just so i have enough time to recover um but i just know there is no taking cover this october nope. it's it's not even one a week it's going to be more than that um uh it's I, I mean i'm really looking forward to a lot of these games except one that is going to be absolutely horrific which is madison vr um, but uh,
1: yeah, it'll I be a good time you, for you, you guys. I love that you've worked it up so much in your head that there's no way this game could be nearly as scary as you've sort of built it up to be. Oh, it, oh, it can be. It yeah. can be as
0: scary as I think it's going to be. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we, will, we will see.
1: Super Speed Scooter <laughs> Shop in the chat with a $10 tip says, Sony signed for my return August 1st. Let's see, that was... Uh 55 days ago or so, uh, and I have proof of delivery, so I'm assuming this he's talking about his PSVR 2 I followed up 10 times, was told that it takes time, still no replacement, and they're telling me it's over 30 days, sorry about your luck. Um, it, took, <laughs> it wasn't until I hit about the 90-day period where, uh, where where Sony actually started caring about my, my headset and said, yeah, wait, where- where is that, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna look into that and, and and see if we can do something about it uh, so uh yeah I, I would you know give them another twenty days or so and uh, and, and then start bugging them again uh, and, and and hopefully just and hopefully just like mine, uh, they just sent me a, a new headset which was which was good because the old one smelled smelled a lot like smelled a lot like Brian's sweat Brian's sweat's not pretty, I promise you. Uh, Matthew Long in the chat says uh, Sony returns are disgusting. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I feel like I feel like Meta for all the all the issues they might have, um, way better customer service, better better on uh, refunds, better on replacements, better on everything. Um, so, so Sony needs to maybe get off their high horse. I, I, I know they. We're going to talk a little bit about Sony later in the show, but I think uh, some of Jim Ryan's comments during the investor call uh, <laughs> kind of clues us into where Sony's head is at spoilers it's up their ass
0: and i know i know i've mentioned this before brian but like um the playstation stars uh loyalty scheme yes if if only that was the promo that every time you logged in you had that as the intro it'd be amazing i'd care about Um, it. finally yeah yeah (laughs) But the um, the level four tier, when you finally get to it, the the, the the premium tier on it is you get fast track customer service. I've not worked out how that works. Like when I was trying to get my audio, um, 3D audio headphones fixed, um, had to go through the usual way. And then they told me, oh, no, you have to buy some new ones. Don't get replacement cups for it, which I did. I've told this story before, but like uh, that was just another example of like what is what is Sony doing when it comes to... Customer service, <laughs> um, even for the you know, when they advertise it, like we're gonna be offering this to reward the loyalty.
1: Um, but yeah, yeah, Samson143VR with a two dollar tip. Hey, Miles, I want to talk to Samson, fly me to the moon like that bitch, Alice Cramden. <coughs> it never gets old, it never gets never. old, no. never. Uh, he says, Happy Friday, VR fam. Happy Friday to you, too, my friend. Uh, I'll tell you, I was in a miserable mood all day fucking long. And even, mm. you know, even, even you know, my- Miles and I get on a call like a few minutes before the show begins, make sure we've got all of our uh, P's crossed and our T's dotted. Uh, we make sure that, you know, we're all set, ready to go. Uh, still in a bad mood. The second we start this thing, we reversal. I swear you guys mm. put me in a good mood. And so thank you for that. I really appreciate you guys. Uh Miles, you mentioned Hellsweeper, that you were you, you did a live stream of that. Uh obviously we we don't have to go into details. Uh Wes and I already talked about the the issues yeah. that Hellsweeper has. Um uh but before we do get into Mixed Realms uh I, I don't even know if we want to call it an apology just maybe an explanation of what happened. Uh what what was your experience? How how did the live stream go? Are you enjoying the game despite obviously the, the massive rough edges that it has?
0: So, uh, yeah, mixed feelings with the game, but definitely leaning in the positive direction. Um, And it's left me with a big question that I'll throw you away at the end and and the chat. Um, For me, alarm bells with graphic, like the the resolution, will always flare up when it's on the title screens, when you've got (laughs) simple text graphics of the publisher. Now, I've mentioned already that with um, Firewall Ultra, I was like... Is that background like glowing green it's not black like when it says sony uh, interact uh interactive entertainment like that famously is the white text with black background and it was like glowing green and that's when it, i'm i sort of start having concerns with hell sweeper i could bear you know, the, the it was rough man yeah. it was rough and then when i went into the menus especially that where you're in the tutorial when you have to walk up to the next like floating squares with the with the the menus on it and telling you you know what to do next from not that far away i couldn't read the writing um yeah and i i i'd heard all the hype i say hype i heard all the commotion about the graphic fidelity and stuff and so you go in there going okay how bad is it it was worse than i was expecting um and it was literally like looking through treacle i would i'm even like and this is the thing is like the, so the start of the stream was just incredibly negative um because i i think it's the worst psvr 2 game in t- in terms of um resolution sure um i think i'd have to agree with we, you. we talk about the issues of horizon you know in the distance and you know green hell but stuff up close looks are fine this was you know your hands look okay but everything just looked absolutely abysmal and I kept taking the headset off and looking at the social screen and I was like wow that looks a lot nicer I might play the game like this Um, so that just to get out of that the way it is it looks terrible however you're clearly in a very beautifully constructed world that I want to be able to see. Looking at the, the monsters after you kill them uh, up close, like there's a lot of detail there, which makes it even more frustrating. And this is what happens with these games. If games are terrible all over, you don't give a shit. We're like, yeah, it looks bad, but whatever. The reason we go on about it is there's something great here. In terms of the gameplay, um, I never played Sorrento, um, but I always heard great things about it. Um, and this game just through and through feels amazing from whether it's reloading the weapons the way that you um bind weapons to like depending which direction you swipe if you want it to be a sword um the fact that you can levitate items and like get the sword spinning round and round to like hack enemies up and there's just so much there i feel like a complete idiot in battle like i feel like a a walking punching bag however when i did the advanced traversal and started wall running. Um and then I did the backflip in the air. Oh my god. Like I I know you could do that in Sorrento. Yeah. It was just incredible. And it made me feel a bit uh, in the stomach. I, I'm someone that has S tier VR legs now. And I didn't <laughs> I didn't always have it. But this game is really pushing me to it. I I'm I'm definitely used to it now. Um and so yeah, overall, I've had a great time with it. Um, a really, really good time of it. But the frustration is there, which is I'm I'm traversing this amazing world. I wish I could just see it with clarity and it clearly can be done. So um, two questions. Um, the, firstly, the one that I said I was going to ask, which was what what do I want to do like after this live stream? I want to go and play it again. I want to yeah. keep playing it. That's how I feel. But, you know, if, if I keep playing it, I'm going to have a great time and I'm going to get to play the full game and keep you know, dying and, and you know, building up my uh, permanent um, stats so I can get further and further in the game. But I feel like maybe I need to wait until the graphics are fixed so that when I do experience the game, I experience it how it was meant to be um because i feel like if i keep playing the game now yeah i'm going to enjoy it i really want to play it now right. but then when they fix it i'll play it a little bit more but i just want that first experience to be exactly what it is so right now um i feel a bit conflicted because it's not a case of switchback for example i was like it was all right i'm like i'm not playing this again until they fix it because i was like i'm i'm, I'm not feeling immersed Mm-hmm. um because of this kind of screen door effect with the bad resolution this although it looks terrible i still feel immersed because of all the traversal so it is it's a slightly different situation um how do you feel about the game is it a game you're going to keep playing uh or is it a game that you think actually i might wait for the the graphical patch
1: it all depends on what happens time wise um <clears throat> you know uh y- you and i were talking before the show about a game that we're playing right now for review uh and i think that that Game is ready to go, and we uh, and, and and I should review. I should spend my time focused on that and, and kind of clear the way for all these crazy horror games that are coming in October. And because I I, I don't, but it, but at the same time, uh, I mean, I, I saw in the chat somebody said it took it took uh, mixed realms a year to get Sirento uh, patched up to the way it it should have been ready. at launch. So mm-hmm. you know it, you're rolling the dice one way or the other. You know, do I do I really want to play this in the state that it's in? Well, yeah, because it seems like a really fun game, but. Also, do I really want to have to replay it to review it after the patch goes? No, I don't really want to do that either. Um, so I'm going to I'm gonna have to play it by ear. Um, that said, let's, let's, let's get into the response. Sorry, more sirens on my end. Let's get into the response that Mix Realms gave uh, about this kind of botched launch, uh, that they were obviously very well aware uh, was a thing. Um, also, Nylas Ryan with the $5 tip says, I uh, hope this makes your mood even better. Thank you very much. Thank you, Ryan. And uh, I want to make sure we don't get too far behind on tips. Man, bear, pig, game cat. He does exist, Miles. Uh, With a $2 tip, says, becoming a trend under under par PSVR 2 games looking bad. Sadly, that is true. Uh, However, this explanation, I think, actually clues us into why. Uh, So here's the response from Mix Realms. They say, this is a rather long message, so please bear with us. Firstly, we would like to address the early reviews we've seen regarding the graphical health, uh, quality of Hellsweeper VR on PSVR 2. We generally, we genuinely appreciate your candid feedback and understand the concerns raised. We apologize for the shortcomings. We'd also like to offer some insight into the challenges that we faced. As many of you know, our journey with Hellsweeper began more than three years ago with the conceptual phase spanning over 3.5 years. So. Conceptually, this game started three and a half years ago. The pandemic threw a curveball our way, significantly slowing our progress due to the shift to remote work and the associated communication barriers. The key factor as to why the graphical quality is not as good as it should be was down to a decision we made at the start of development to use what is known as the standard pipeline in Unity. Many of the technological improvements such as foveated rendering have occurred in another pipeline, the the universal render pipeline, URP, uh, while the VR landscape enjoys many such beneficial tech these days that enables developers to utilize higher fidelity graphics, this was very much experimental, less stable and less reliable years ago. And the frantic and fast paced action of Hellsweeper made it difficult for us to work with. Uh, the decision was rooted in our belief that action and gameplay are at the heart and soul of Hell With that said, teams change and adapt. We are committed to making this shift in a future update It was regretfully something we could not prioritize at launch given how deep into the development cycle we already were and with an already existing focus on developing the mechanics and gameplay in mind Uh, another point we'd like to address is the blame directed at unity uh, as suggested by some recent criticisms of unity especially after their pricing announcement which for the record we're also against have muddied the waters In truth, our challenges with adapting Hellsweeper VR to PSVR2 were largely independent of unity. It boiled down to the unfortunate timing of PSVR2's announcement during our development phase and our subsequent decision making. In this, we are blaming ourselves more than anybody. Uh, we want to reassure you that our commitment to improve the graphics for PSVR2 remains unwavering. Those of us, who, who, those who have known us since our Sorrento days, know that we listen to the community and are tenacious in our dedication to constantly improving the game. Blah 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 blah. They're rolling out a graphics update uh, Q4 of this year, and then more graphics updates uh, next year. Uh, and that's, but I think there's, there's so much to unpack here. I think a lot of people, Miles, forget how uh, how, how the pandemic. Influence yep. game design. Games that we're seeing now uh, were developed primarily during COVID, where studios had to figure out how to make this shift. And we're seeing the first game post, first games from these studios post COVID, and uh, it's it, and, and it's showing. That's that's number one. But number two, I, I think the I think the Unity thing is really important as well because there was there were claims that Unity couldn't even do foveated rendering. I've checked with developers; it's obviously not true, um, but there's a little blame on Sony here. And there's a little confusion with Unity, because you have to develop a game a certain way in order to use uh, foveated rendering dynamically uh, in the right way. And and, it's, and you can flip a switch in order to make it happen. But then once you flip that switch, you got to go back and change a ton of other shit. Uh, and then Sony, of course, being so cagey about their PSVR2 plans, this was all happening during this time. They were talking about PSVR2, but weren't really getting dev kits out there and uh and not really saying when it was going to happen. And so these guys were really at the mercy of so many factors. Uh and 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 I'm not and I'm not going to say it excuses any of it, because again, you're still responsible for the game you release, but unfortunately, they're not the publishers of this game. And, And I do think at a certain point you just have to fulfill the publishment, the publishing deal that you've signed, whether the game is ready to ship or not, and that's right. and that's really sad, unfortunately. Um, that was yeah. a lot to unpack. Sorry, Miles.
0: No, 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 no. It was. Uh, I I started reading uh, the statement alongside you, and then I realised I was reading the wrong one because I was reading <laughs> a long one on Twitter, and then at the bottom of it, it goes: for an in-depth look at our challenges and plans, we invite you to our Discord to view our full statement. I was like, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Um, look i know this is going to annoy some people to their credit they could have easily lent on unity with everything else like unity is like the best scapegoat to use right now of everything else they've got going on but the fact they say no we're to blame uh, fair fair enough that's that's bold of them and, and yep. uh to say but as has been communicated in the chat again and again this should did they not know because it, cause it's, the, it's the way it's phrased of like we appreciate all the candid feedback, but it's like you must have known, uh, yeah. and it, it's the question I've had with previous games uh, with Switchback. Did they not? Was and it, it's they didn't. They never said it was a surprise, but it's like did they know? And I think the last point you made, Brian, about the fact that it's to do with deals you've got with a publisher when the publisher and developer are separate, you might go well. Surely they could just chat about it, but it's like when there are contractual agreements uh, there's kind of this standoff and it's not like a hostile standoff where the publishers are like oh we're never going to work with you again but it's kind of like the reason deadlines are there is because this game eventually needs to come out (laughs) and it might be that you can delay it but then you're not going to get the funding you know that you need to keep going and so there is a lot of you know balancing things up Um, going back to my experience like this isn't a case of like oh it doesn't look as good as it could be um, which is how i feel about like green hell and stuff like that this is like it looks like looking through treacle it looks absolutely abysmal you said wait you said Even, this
1: is the second time you said this uh, it's like looking through what
0: treacle
1: <laughs> do you know what treacle is i don't it's treacle a british only thing i don't i don't know man I, I sometimes i'm just sometimes i find out that it's not just a british thing and i'm just dumb no um, but, just treacle's it? like syrup um okay yeah you I, have syrup I mean you have syrup we have molasses <laughs> we have syrup we have but like <laughs> treacle somebody in the chat okay, backed tre- me up here we don't have treacle okay. do we yeah oh no aceville's Ace <laughs> yelling treacle it, it seems like he's happy about it i don't i don't okay aceville's never on my side anymore remember when we were friends aceville <laughs> yeah
0: it, we we call it golden syrup over here it's really nice golden syrup's amazing but what Oh, here we go on google what is the american name for treacle it's akin to american molasses is it molasses we
1: have molasses we, we have I've honey never heard of we molasses. have all sorts of viscous uh, sticky substances in fact specifically uh, the blackstrap I'm variety OnlyFans, which is stronger thicker and
0: more bitter okay okay there we go yeah. so anyway um anyway i i'm really glad we cleared that up because otherwise <laughs> it's like miles kept going about tree coin and we had no idea what he was on about i was gonna let it go um, once but i can't let it go twice no no yeah all right it's like looking through a stained glass window, Brian.
1: Does that work? Uh, you know what? You know what else works is moving on to the next topic. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look very good, Brian. Yeah, it's it's a fun game. It looks terrible. Uh, yeah. As everybody in the chat, like you said, has said, uh, this, this statement should have come out before the game released. Obviously, this was intentional. Uh, again, we don't know if it has to do with the publishing deal. But I don't think anybody wanted to prohibit uh, pre orders. Nobody wants to say, "Hey, don't don't buy our game." Yeah. For the for the months leading up to the release, uh, you know, it's, it's easier to ask for an apology afterwards than yeah, uh, than, than yeah, forgiveness rather than permission. That is what it the is. classic. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get it right. That must be a British thing. <laughs> yeah. um, macho, macho, macho. The real estate procrastinating game cat. right here in the chat with the two dollar tip. Says then you should. I'm trying to decipher this. You should fucking tell us this before we pre-order, A-holes. Yeah, he's not happy. No one's happy.
0: Yeah. yeah. The I, I was trying to remember what the second question I was going to be asking about health. Oh, uh, is how, more to how this how we, conversation? No, 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 no. But it's it's, it's a smaller point. Um, it was kind of like, do you agree with me on this? From from playing about an hour and fifteen of it, my takeaway was, if they fix the graphics, I think this is going to be a top five, top ten contender easily. For uh, PSVR
1: say. certainly top twenty five. It's it's the okay. the locomotion yeah. is just so much fun. Um, being able to it's it's the same thing I felt about Sirento Cyre- uh, was you know you, you 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 jump up in the air, you do a wall run, and you come off the wall run and, by, and do a backflip. You hit bullet time. You're doing slow motion. You're upside it down in the air. You're shooting enemies in the air, and then you pull out your sword, come out of bullet time, and slice an enemy in half on the ground with your sword, like. That is fucking Dante from Devil May Cry right there, except you get to do it in first-person VR. Uh, I am going to have to keep playing to find out if I think it's a top 10 game, but definitely, I think right now, top 25. Yeah, now I'm with you. Yeah, Uh, I feel like i missed tips because I was just kind of all over the place for a little bit. Danny Ramma Pajama with the five quid says, Funktronic says there's a gaze bug that breaks Unity DFR implementation who are these devs who say it works. Can anyone name one unity dev with DFR? Uh, you're going to have to give me some, uh, give me some time on that. So, uh, what else we got? Did I get, I think, I, I think we're caught up. I think we're caught up. Sweet. Uh, Miles, uh, it's not frequently that we feature other YouTube channels on without parole because I like to put the work in and, and, and make these videos myself uh, and have my own opinions on these things. However, somebody from a, a French YouTuber who I'm not familiar with, but apparently I should be because she has like 250,000 subscribers. Where? What's up? I said where? France. Her name is Carol. Where Qu- is
0: yes in French.
1: Remember when we used to have fun on the show, Miles? No. This is so. This video that I'm playing right now is from Carol Quintain. She's a French YouTuber. Uh, does a lot of Does a lot of Resident Evil stuff, and uh, she gets to go hands on with the game. And this and this is footage, apparently from from her playthrough. I believe uh, it's it's in French. How am I? How can how am I supposed to figure this out, Miles? I just told you
0: one of the words, so at least you understand that now.
1: All right. Well, one of the we can figure out one of the words that she says in this video. However, this is more gameplay than we have ever seen uh, of Resident Evil 4 VR. And so we we figured we'd uh, we'd show it off a little bit here. The link for Carol Quintain's video is in the description below. Did not ask permission to use this video, so my apologies. Again, Mm -hmm. it's easier to ask forgiveness than permission. Uh, So uh, if I could figure out how to say that in French, we'd be good to go. Uh, but yeah, the, so the full video is in uh, the link for that's in the description okay. below. Go check out her channel. And uh, but this is this is interesting, Miles, because uh, not only we're we getting a look at some different environments, some nice lighting here shining through the windows, but later in this video we do see Leon do a roundhouse kick. And my question had been since playing the quest uh, version of Resident Evil Four: Are we going to stay in first person the entire time? And the answer is no, you're not. <laughs> like. Uh, we are we are going we're going to be uh, pulled out into third person to see Leon do the roundhouse kick oh uh, yeah I don't know how I feel about it but at least we still get to do the roundhouse yeah yeah there's a part there was a part of me that was like well they can replace the roundhouse with just like a massive punch that you see in first person we don't have to spin the body around or maybe if you could I'd be fine spinning around that'd be great um, i mean chuck
0: norris famously said that when you do a proper roundhouse kick it is an out-of-body experience so maybe it's a nice tribute to that so yeah. <laughs> yeah but i tell you what brian um uh did we did we ever conclude whether um resident evil village had foveated rendering i assume it didn't i believe it does okay because i'm looking at this i mean in 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 the scenes where it's in the dark and you've got darkness around it's easier to get away with it but in the lit areas I can't see evidence of foveated rendering. Like normally you can see the patchiness of like where they're looking and I I can't seem to see it on this on this footage, so. Um, yeah, I think we either.
1: had a nice 4K screenshot or a nice, you know, 1440 screenshot uh, where we were, you know, able to see it not in motion. I think in motion, you don't see that stuff quite as much. Um, True. But, uh, but it, it's, it's
0: just so beautiful to look at. It just, Capcom are just S tier when it comes to environments like yeah. just the rooms it's not just like oh it's a, a dilapidated room with a couple of broken bits that have clearly been placed in there it's just it looks lived in it's it's just the it just it feels like a real location um just the the set designs if we call it that It's just unlike
1: anything else uh, it's it it's a proper AAA flat screen game that's been brought to VR like this is it's a treat, man. It doesn't happen very often, and and so it's 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 not difficult to appreciate the finer things here when we look at this footage, and, and see things that we don't typically see in more you know indie games. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just it's it's just a it's just a look that we really haven't seen outside of I mean, Call of the Mountain, uh, and and uh, Resident Evil Village, and so, dude. I I was sort of okay with this kind of coming out whenever. You know, like, if this ended up being a holiday twenty twenty four title, I'd be like, whatever, man. Like, I guess we'll play it holiday twenty twenty four. However, mm. seeing this footage and and just remembering how great that village was, uh, I'm really glad that we know it's coming. Uh, winter, whatever that means. So, sometime between January and March, basically. Uh, so, I'm I'm really happy because I don't think I want to wait much longer to play this yeah very pretty game. yeah uh, and that kind of brings us to uh main topic at least of today's show and that is that <clears throat> the invest the investor call uh transcripts i would say i guess of uh of, of jim ryan's the investor call transcripts sony's investor call transcripts i should have written this down ahead of time miles because this is way more difficult to say than i was thinking uh have, have been released and this is uh, and we got some kind of insights into uh, Jim Ryan, into Sony, into their strategy for PlayStation Five and PlayStation VR Two. Uh, and and you sent me uh, two quotes that we thought were probably uh, the most important to talk about. Correct.
0: Yeah, and and uh, these words, the, these were actually when I was tuning into Mystic Ryan's um, nice. uh, "Let's Talk PlayStation" uh, that I watch every Friday. It's, it's an amazing uh, PlayStation show.
1: And, uh, yeah, he's good. I gotta, I gotta start watching him again. It's been a little while since I tuned in, but he's good.
0: He's just, he's just like, not for sensationalism. Mm -hmm. Uh, even when he talks about stories that would be so easy to like lean into, you know, sort of either tribalism or going for the sensationalism of a story. He's just like, no, this is, this is what's going on. Like he's very particular with stuff. And so I think he's a, he's a, he's a really good um part of the community and he and he's a, he's a fan of vr he, he loves playing psvr psvr two. that's good um yeah. uh yeah um so yeah he was he was this was one of the stories he talked about and that was how i sort of found out about the transcript and so yeah there were these two bits he spoke about that straight away i was like yeah we need to we need to look at this a bit more
1: uh t- take us through this miles what's the uh the first one is about playstation 5 specifically correct do you want to take you want to yeah. read this
0: Absolutely. So the question he was asked was, despite the fact that you sold less consoles than expected this year, uh, your profitability has been pretty good. You've been able to leverage the PS4 and keep selling, which is encouraging. And he said, "Uh, yes, profitability is at an all-time high. First, the amount of time people are spending on the PS5 is massive. Second, the level of engagement on PS4 is significant. Third, and this is the really big thing I wanted to talk about he goes third the demand for PS5 is such that we don't need to promote it at all <laughs> he says I don't think there is a single PS5 being promoted anywhere in the world so this must have come from last year before they did the sort of like everything's back in stock now uh we are now closing on 20 million uni- units sold and we are completely out of stock there are big markets in Europe the Middle East and Russia where we haven't gotten started yet so the business is structurally strong right now. We don't expect this to change. We will see PS4 engagement waning as the years pass, but it's still an extraordinary balance. So just to repeat that third bit again. Third, the demand for PS5 is such that we don't need to promote it at all. All
1: right. So, yeah, this definitely gives us a... I mean, obviously, we know when it when it happened, but it gives us a better idea when it happened because this is... Um, because if you you google right now you get the answers from july of this year and we've already doubled that number of playstation 5 sold so we've got 40 million as of july um which is obviously i mean very easily going to hit 50 i believe by the end of the year um so ps5s are still selling like crazy um but i mean do you think this is the right strategy? Like I, this is sort of something we speculated about before. And it's crazy to find out that we were actually right about this because I was basically like, well, what's the point in promoting PlayStation 5 if you're already selling every single one that you're making? That was that's it. That was the only way I could defend Sony. I was like, well, what, well you're just wasting your money advertising this thing. But now we're two years in and they've got these huge triple A games that that certainly have to they're not ready now. I mean, Spider-Man is just about ready, but they've got 20 plus first party uh, studios working on 20 to 30 first party games. When, when do you say, listen, even if we're selling all of the units that, that we're selling in every single system we make is being sold, when do you say, but we've got to think about the future and we got to worry about uh, just people, the just the mindshare of being, of saying, well, listen, these are the reasons that you should be considering buying a PlayStation Five instead of an Xbox Series X when you go buy your system, because soon enough, PlayStation Fives are just going to be. I mean, I, I think we're already at the point where PlayStation Fives are just everywhere. You can just go and buy one. But, but, but soon enough, uh, the Xbox Xbox is going to put up a fight, and, and, I, and I think with Game Pass they're putting up a fight. I think with Starfield they're putting up a fight, and you can't it's not just good enough to be in the lead you gotta you gotta do everything you can to keep reminding people why the why the correct choice according to sony would be buying a playstation 5. how long can they possibly keep up this strategy for miles until spider-man 2 comes out <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I i i i think spider-man 2 could quite possibly be the biggest game of the year um i mean whenever they do trailers for that game it smashes records for like the the most watched trailer for a game. I mean, I think Starfield um, is going to be obviously up there as well. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Um, but, um, you know, again, this was at a time, as you uh, spoke about, when they were sold out of everything. So why market when you've sold out? Uh, there was a supply issues. As for the fact that we know there are all these developers and all these AAA games being worked on that we don't know about, Obviously, it's a huge disappointment at the um, showcase at the start of the year. I think this is just a hangover, and it's not a full excuse, but we tend to forget about COVID uh, and the pandemic. The impact of that isn't just instantaneous. It's not that, okay, the pandemic's here, so now there's problems. Now it's gone. Now we're back to normal. Right. There's a there's a knock-on effect. Um, there was a lot of games that were getting wrapped up. They were able to sort of delay a little bit. But when it came to doing new projects, um, that can have a a, a massive knock-on effect there. So um, for me, I think Sony will just be looking at the stats. You know, they'll be looking at the marketing uh, spend uh, and looking at the capture rate of the market. They'll still see how many units they're selling until they've got these next big announcements to make. I mean, it's not just Spider-Man 2. Final Fantasy Rebirth is going to be absolutely huge as well um so they do have these big titles and i think final fantasy rebirth is to come just after christmas um so I, I, I just think that they've they they're they're at, they're at a stage now where they know every quarter every 5 months 4 to 5 months um as long as you've got like one big game Uh, you can use that as sort of like the heartbeat to just keep things going because all the other games are kind of satellite content that people will still invest into, whether it's for the PlayStation Portal that's coming out or PSVR 2. And so um, we've always said, this is the generation where Sony are going to be quietly uh, confident um, to our annoyance. But the reality is, it's working. So why change if it's working? And and unfortunately, that is... A knock-on effect to consumers it's why competition can be good when it comes to these markets um it's why i want xbox to, to succeed because it's good for all gamers um and uh you know sony has shown that they are willing to you know respond when they're threatened and um, when game pass uh started making all these uh announcements and there are all these acquisitions you know, Sony then did Bungie. Although with Bungie, I don't think it was just like, oh, they bought something, we buy something. That would have been a conversation for a long time. But then there was a restructuring of PlayStation Plus and that offering. Um, so it's just the very nature of things. When these big organizations are put on the back foot, they then have to fight back with a better offering. And at the moment, Sony don't have to do it.
1: It's a little crazy, man. I, whenever I think about how Sony's acting right now, uh, and then, and then, sort of comparing it to, you know, PlayStation One era Sony, PlayStation Two era Sony, where Sony was taking all these risks. They were putting out just weird, interesting games uh, yeah. like The Mark of Kree and Eco and Shadow of the Colossus, and um, yeah, they were just taking risks everywhere. And it didn't, and it didn't matter if they had, you know, if they, didn't, they, it didn't matter if they had. Ratchet and Jack and Sly, like they were just like whatever, man. We'll just we'll just have three mascots simultaneously. It didn't it didn't matter, right? It, they were just putting out games constantly, uh, and I, I don't think I, people who people who are buying PlayStation Five now as their first console are just having a radically different experience uh, as a gamer than than I know that I did when I was, you know, a, a first time PlayStation One or first time PlayStation Two owner. It's just, it's just a completely different experience and, and, and it, it's just so night and day that it's hard to sort of just wrap my head around and say, oh, this is what they've decided. This is, this is how they think things are just going to work. As long as we have one game, one big game, a quarter, I was like, Jesus, you guys used to have like, fucking 15 amazing games a year. <laughs> it was just knocking it out of the park constantly. Um, but the reality
0: is they are having that many amazing games a, a year, even more. But it's coming from, like, indie developers. It's coming from well, right. developers that we would have considered massive back then. But the thing is, we're there there is such a scale in the gaming market now, and games are so expensive to make right. that you do... Yeah. Basically, what are the top-tier games now are even more... They're, they're unicorns. They're rarities. And so when it's God of War or Spider-Man 2... Again, Spider-Man 2 is just a phenomenal property. You've got Marvel, you've got Spider-Man, which um, people can correct me because I'm not a huge Marvel fan. Uh, like a, a f- I, I, I like Marvel, but I'm not, I don't have a huge understanding of its history and, and the comics, but I believe that Spider-Man was notoriously like the most popular Marvel character that Spider-Man has the rights to. Um, Insomniac is just one of the best, um, developers in the world like the, the amount of games they've carried for sony uh, and i don't say that in a in a bad way on sony's part like they were a brilliant investment yeah. ratchet and clank um uh spider-man miles morales spider-man remastered now this they've got wolverine and insomniac games when they come out and again correct me if i'm wrong uh chat um they always come out in incredible quality um I mean for the new spider-man 2 not to take the conversation too much in a different direction but the the new spider-man 2 they've announced that the the performance mode which is obviously for like higher frame rate and that Mm -hmm. is going to have ray tracing um whereas for miles morales if you had performance mode it turned ray tracing off so they're always able to push the technology um which is not just good for flat screen games but it means how much you can get out of the power of the 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 console and as you've mentioned before they've worked on vr games before i'm still hopeful that wolverine is going to be a a a vr hybrid game right but yeah it's it's just the reality now that the 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 top games that they're going to put all their marketing behind um it's so expensive that naturally they have to go you know the other games will still do good but um you know boulders gate 3 is it that's just come out that's just been getting 10 out of 10 everywhere yeah that game didn't need the marketing because it wasn't firstly not a first party game but that will service the fans and the owners of these consoles so you know third party is a much bigger industry um now as well so
1: yeah yeah Yeah, no you, you hit on a lot of good points and i think i think the big one is that sony needs to rely on these independent studios these third party studios in order to Kind of fill in the blanks, uh, so it's not just happening in the VR space. People are concerned, it's like, well, we got Resident Evil Village that Sony paid for, uh, we got Gran Turismo, we got Horizon Call of the Mountain. Now what? Yeah, you know, and, and I feel, and I feel like that mentality of being like, oh wow, you know, people are upset that we've only gotten three AAA games at launch and then none since. Right, it makes me think it's like, man, maybe they should have just spaced these things out. Said, hey, you know, you're getting your Gran Turismo uh, patch at launch. You get Gran Turismo Village. I'm sorry, Gran Turismo Village. That's that'd be great. Let's race through that shit. Whoa, um, that'd be awesome. He <laughs> just like driving over. Um,
0: and it ends with a crash at the beginning of the forest. Yeah, you <laughs> Even <Ethan laughs> wakes up,
1: yeah. Um, but yeah, but, but, and then and then give us Village, you know, three months later and then give us uh, and, and then give us Horizon Call of the Mountain three months after that. And then we'd be right here and say, man, they've been giving us a Triple A title every three months. It. it you know, and, and instead they dropped it all and said, look at all, this, look at this wealth of games that you have at your disposal. And I think it kind of bit him in the ass. Um, you know, if if you're, if you're going to put out, you know, three AAA games a year uh, and, and some of them being, you know, things that they paid for from other studios or some being hybrid games that they, they release a patch for space that shit out right because I think gamers have a short term memory problem where it's like man look how good we're doing like the PlayStation 5 isn't getting this many AAA games uh this frequently so uh so so I think I think I think that needs to be adjusted a little bit um but yeah games are crazy expensive to make that's why the strategy strategies change everybody in the chat was quick to point that out I'm definitely aware of that I'm not happy about it like I I'm not I, I don't like like I I have I'm not getting more enjoyment out of my PlayStation Five games than I was out of my PS2 and PS3 games. I promise you, it's it, I, I'm I'm in the minority. I get it. I'm getting used to that. But it's I re, I really enjoyed uh, the creativity from from when when games were less expensive to make and when Sony took more risks. And I would gladly sacrifice graphical fidelity. I would gladly sacrifice um, you know. A fucking 4, 4k textures in, in ray tracing. I would sacrifice all of this stuff to see, uh, more output more frequently. Unfortunately, the world we live in doesn't allow for that. The world we live in people get mad. Uh, they're like, Oh man, this is just proof that Xbox is more powerful. And then PlayStation five gamers get caught up in the console war and say, Oh, how come this game doesn't have this, 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 and this, you know, but I'd, I'd love if games were 40 bucks, 50 bucks again. And, uh, and we just expected a little less of them and we could see them more frequently. Uh, but I'm, I'm probably in, in a super minority there. So I should probably get off my little soapbox.
0: <laughs> no, not, not at all. Because I think I do, a lot of people do feel that way. And obviously when I'm sort of ma- making these points, it's not about what, what I'd like. It's right. just unfortunately the reality of the market. Cause the other component to it is cannibalization of like, they could do, you know, more games together. Um, like, release them more often and it would boost the number of sales but not as many sales as if they spread them out more um and unfortunately when you're producing games that that's that that expense that are going to shift that many units every day that you space them out apart could be what is the difference between one million dollars and five million dollars difference it's um
1: you know? Uh, let's take, yeah. I'm going to tackle three tips and then we're going to move to the second half of this, uh, quote, the second half of this questioning, uh, Samson one, four, three BR with a $5 tip. I still want to talk to Samson. Uh, I said, posted a screenshot of this, by the way, he's talking about the resident evil four video, uh, posted a screenshot of this, uh, in the without parole discord on September 19th. Just saying, we, we only do this show three times a week and, 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 and you've heard me in West talk. We go long. <laughs> Like the number, I, I, I it's a little inside baseball, but let me tell you guys something. The run of show for each of these episodes is always twice as long. We want to cover twice the number of topics. And then halfway through we go, we just start throwing out topics left and right because we're like, well, we don't have time for this. We're going to, this is going to be a four hour show. Um, so, but because Wes and I like to talk, because Miles and I like to talk, uh, we don't always cover all the topics that we want to. So sometimes, sometimes we cover news on Gamescast a little bit late. Uh, but we appreciate. Yeah, but I do. I want to say uh, to Samson. Uh, I want to say to everybody uh, on our Discord, uh, on Twitter, on through email. Anybody who contacts me or or posts in our news channel on Discord to say, hey, I want to contribute. I want to. I want to. I want to help out. I saw this piece of PSVR two news, and here it is. I posted it for you. I emailed it to you. I DM'd it to you. I whatever. Even if I don't respond to you because I'm just fucking crazy busy and I'm drowning in uh, personal messages. Uh, I'm not popular, I promise you, I just don't, I'm just bad at responding. Thank you. Like you're you're making my life easier every time you do that, so thank you very much. Uh, I don't want to make it sound like I don't appreciate it because I really, really do. Um, Miles, when when I used to do this um, back before anyone cared about PSVR. (laughs) it would the first two hours of my day would be scouring the internet and trying to get in touch with right. developers and finding news stories like they, they didn't they didn't have an outlet really to talk about these things. Uh, and, and and try to make a breaking news video about the news that I'm finding. Uh, and so you know, you guys have made that part of my life so much easier. Well, it's uh, an amazing community. Indeed it is. Stike Gamer, the VRAF GameCat with the five euro says through the Xbox leaks, we can see how COVID ruined release schedules, delaying slash stretching everything over two years. Starfield was a 2021 title. Yeah, I mean, it really just halted everything in its tracks. And I think we all thought that people working from home are adjusting to working through COVID or how however the, the different companies restructured in order to keep their employees employed and games still in development. I don't think any of us realized how much of a wrench in the works that would become. And it's obvious now it's become a massive wrench in the works. And the fact that we're getting any games, is kind of impressive to be honest.
0: It blew my mind away, Brian, because um, even though the technology has been there for probably a decade now, um, when I hear about like people I know who are video editors, who like worked with YouTubers in America and it's so like, and they would just work via the cloud, you know, so they send you 4K footage. How long does that take? And then you've got to edit it and then send it back for them to review it. Mm-hmm. Um And now more recently, they have like Adobe Premiere Pro has all these sort of shared functionalities where I know two people who I've worked with who they both edit on the same video at the same time remotely. That stuff kind of blows my mind right. of, you know, it of, of how that even gets set up. And so... It's one thing to, you know, have that as an intention going, you know, this is what we plan to do. The pandemic was like, shit, right, what computer have you got at home? Like, it, it, all the all the things, and okay, we've got to order them a new computer. How long is that going to take? Well, because of the supply issues, it's going to take a bit longer. And, you know, a few days becomes a week, becomes two weeks. And uh, on the grand scale of these big organizations, it's, it's kind of a miracle that, you know, the games that did get launched got launched at all. Agreed. They were saying in the chat earlier, "Drink every time." Brian and Mal says agreed. <laughs> <laughs> we, we always say it. Well, it's our way of doing a full stop to a section when we're like,
1: "Okay, let's yeah. let move on." It's like well, cause, agreed because we do like to talk too much, mm-hmm. and, and, and I, I mean, I, AJ and I have like I have sort of perfected the formula where we're just able to like actually keep moving. Uh, and actually, progress somehow uh, oh, while boring. while we're talking. But I, I think you and me, Miles, and and me and Wes, I think even more. Um, we, we're re- we're really good at staying on a topic for a very like long time. Like we're
0: stuck in treacle,
1: right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly what I was thinking. Uh And so and so that's why we end up talking a lot about the same thing for a long time. And so yeah, when I say agreed, it's me. It is literally me stopping myself saying. Huh? I am not going to respond and add more to this conversation. So, yeah, Agreed. I appreciate mean, it a lot. Agreed. Agreed. Professor Lilith with a $5 <laughs> tip says Hi, Gamecats. Hey, Professor Lilith. The winner of this week's Sunday multiplayer is. Albo. Down- it, it, and, and I thought it was going to be Walkabout. Download the free update and come yeah, join actually, us yeah. Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, PvP or Pv Zombies. Nice. Nice, that's great. So if anybody doesn't know, and by now you should all know, make sure you click the link in the description below. Join our Discord. Uh, That's where Professor Lilith and all the cats uh, get together. Every week, they vote on which PSVR2 game they're gonna play uh, that Sunday. You get to participate, you get to pick the game. And then every Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, everybody gets together into Discord and uh, and and gets to play a bunch of uh, VR multiplayer games that are probably sitting in your library that don't get enough love. That's it.
0: Professor Lilith, please put Ragnarok up for vote next week. And then it'll get voted down. But Yeah. <laughs> you gotta give it a
1: I'd chance. To on there. Gotta give, give it a chance. chance. Uh, Mars, what's what's the second half of this quote? I can't believe we spent so long in the first half. That barely pertains to BSVR 2.
0: Yeah, but I do think it's an interesting underlying thing. So the other question, which was what made me think, right, we need to talk about this on the show, is... Uh, what is sony's metaverse strategy and this is something we've always been thinking about for a long time all their conversations of epic games and everything they say what is sony's metaverse strategy how big of a role will p uh, will vr2 play there is it for gaming only or will it be something broader in terms for something broader in terms of applications and markets and jim ryan says We're approaching metaverse conversations through two lenses, which by the way, when I read that, I was like, "What? two lenses like VR, (laughs) Um, first is a platform holder. We had something called PlayStation home for the PS3. And that was a very early, sorry. Yeah, that was a very early manifestation of a platform metaverse, which it was. It was probably 10, 15 years ahead of its time. The second is from the studio perspective we have a couple of projects underway that are very exciting for us in terms of creating some sort of game type metaverse which can possibly have collaboration with other parts of sony sony's entertainment assets have huge potential in the metaverse area as for vr2 so it, i I'll, I'll just read this last sentence but it's interesting that he says that and then he goes as for vr2 straight away i'm like oh that's cool for vr he goes as for vr2 we see it as having a roll down the road more in the midterm. Uh, so what was the lifespan of, of PSVR? The first one was it seven
1: years? No, it was, I mean, yeah, it depends. It depends when you want to say that it died. It, yeah. it, it sort of lingered for an extra year after it probably should have been dead.
0: Um, so I think like two, two to three years in, we'll see it come to, fr- this come to fruition. I think whatever they have planned, but, um, my first thought that come to my, came to mind with this wasn't early, obviously, talking about PlayStation Home. Yeah. But it's the thing we've been talking about with going to the movies and watching Sony films in a virtual cinema with friends. You know? That, for me, is two of Sony's biggest properties, if you got VR and movies.
1: Yeah. No, absolutely. This is... It, the, the fact... that. I think we were all being extremely optimistic uh, earlier this year, late last year, uh, when we were talking about uh, PlayStation VR 2 releasing and saying, are we going to get PlayStation Home on, on release? And I think I was being extremely optimistic because uh, this thing was in beta for years on PlayStation 3. <laughs> years. <laughs> and and, and I, don't, I don't think it ever came out of beta. I, I think they just finally killed it one day. And they're like, "This is, that, that. was fun, wasn't it?" Like, "Oh man," um, but but really, it was it was such a great concept. Uh, it, it was it kind of had a Second Life uh, idea going on, where it was you know you create your avatar, uh, you walk around this virtual world. You go. You can buy new clothes. You can kind of you can just go and visit different attractions, um, and 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 just there's just hundreds of people walking around as well. Uh, that you can just walk up to and, and talk to, or you know, harass constantly. If you even think that they might be female, which seems to be what I saw a lot of. Um, however, <laughs> it was it was fun, and I, I I remember on PlayStation Three, I used to check in on it all the time. You know, it's Same. like if I was if I was uh, if I if I was turning on my PlayStation Three for the first time in a while, or if I or if I didn't know what game I wanted to play. I would just turn on and go into home and just walk around and check things out and talk to people. And it was a lot of fun. And, and and it was and it was fine. But it's it's certainly something, and it's so good seeing Jim Ryan actually bring up the topic of PlayStation Home and, and, and recognizing that yes, it's great and it was before its time. But you you made a point, Miles, that you said, well, this may not be a VR thing. Why why would why would you think why would you think they would separate home from VR when when the term metaverse is almost ubiquitous ubiquitously <laughs> referred to in the same sentence, in the same line of thought as VR?
0: I think it's because when it comes to talking to the wider market, you wanna catch the biggest amount of fish first before you start funneling. Yeah. If the starting point of the conversation is this is for PSVR 2, and you can play on flat screen. Nah. If it's like, this is awesome that everyone can play on, and if you have PSVR 2, you can play it as well. Right. That's how you sell it. Because if you have VR 2, yeah, I'm going to play it as well. Whereas we know what happens when you see state of plays and it's like PSVR 2. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, the new one, didn't say PSVR 2 on it, did it? It didn't. It was, I think, if I remember correctly. I
1: think you're right.
0: Um, And I don't want to be too... I don't want to be, like, sound borderline conspiratorial. But a part of me is like, if it had PSVR 2, you get a lot of flat-screen gamers going, oh, it's not for me then. Uh, Whereas VR gamers aren't like that the other way around. We're absolutely ecstatic if a game on flat-screen is also playable in PSVR 2. And so I do think that's it. Obviously, this is an internal conversation. But I do think that when they have these conversations, it is about messaging and posturing of how, you know if you it's the whole thing of like if you don't tell lies you'll never have to remember what you've said before and it's kind of like in these situations that if you keep on message in every context then you're not having to worry about changing it and so it's interesting they mentioned um playstation home about it being ahead of its time um and that they just said that they've got a couple of projects underway that are very exciting for us in terms of creating some sort of game type metaverse which can possibly have collaboration with other parts of Sony. So it means that the opportunity for collaboration is there. So it is some kind of... I mean, I keep talking about that PlayStation commercial they did where the guy, I think he goes to the butchers and he gets some meat and he brings it to his home and then he goes into this basement. I assume it's to give to a zombie, isn't it, or something? And he goes through this, like, um, storage room and there's all these, like... Um, Uh, sort of artifacts from different PlayStation titles and straight away I'm just like that feels like what PlayStation home would be the collectors you get on PlayStation stars you collect all these artifacts from all these different games we've loved how cool would it be in PSVR 2 if you created your own home and then you could put like statues up of all your favorite games and stuff like that so um it feels like the direction of travel um but like we said when it came to PSVR 2, the bottleneck for PSVR 2 is how many PS5s they've sold. The bottleneck for uh, Metaverse is how many PSVR 2s they've sold. So that's another big reason why they're going to wait a couple of years, because if you're going to do a Metaverse, it needs to be populated with people. Um, and so they're going to have to wait until the adoption rate keeps going higher and higher. Um, Yeah. yeah. Those hey, were my long list of thoughts. <laughs>
1: Agreed. Now, um, <laughs> I, I do think that uh, <clears throat> I I do think I think that you're onto something very important, that the metaverse is not going to be something that is going to be accessed through uh, exclusively virtual reality just because that's something that we've sort of been taught through Ready Player One and just kind of random usage of the word up until this point. Uh, I think that... Um, sorry, the trailer just got like way too large and I have to fix it now. That's right. Yep. 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 That's the thing. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> it's like Rec Room. R- the Rec Room developers have this living, breathing world that is constantly being accessed by people, and it's not because they limited it to virtual reality. It's because they have p- they have kids playing on 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 flat screen or, or or on tablets or on their phone, and you can access it from anywhere. And I think that if Sony's been paying attention. Uh, They they completely understand that. They see that Rec Room has been a successful business model and that this is something they'll adapt to their own metaverse, platform exclusive metaverse as they sort of pointed out. And I think it makes a lot of sense. Uh, But again, there's always these benefits to accessing these worlds in VR. Suddenly you get full control of your hands and people are seeing where you're looking and where you're pointing and, and and just seeing that like your avatar is completely different than everybody else's because it's capturing your movements and giving it life and, and I and I do think that something like this could absolutely help sell VR um, and I mean on top of that I have so many more applications uh, the biggest one I think being just advertisement. Right? Again, advertising to your core consumer base, just like PlayStation Home was doing. You always had all these different places that you could go into, um, and, and kind of uh, that were promotional areas for upcoming games, uh, like little attractions and rides and uh, little movies you could watch. I mean, it was it, 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 there were full fledged games in there. Uh, did you? Did you? I mean. Did,
0: didn't they have a Resistance minigame, didn't they? I know that's a bit different because it was... I think the game had already come out. It's but been so they, long. I know. Um It was It was where you shot, like... I think the Resistance one, unless I'm completely making up, it was where you had, like, an anti-aircraft... um to, uh, And you had, like, planes coming in and that. You had to shoot them down. Um, I think they had an Uncharted game song mentioned. Yep. Um, I, I, remember, right,
1: they did. I remember Sodium being a thing where it was, uh, oh. and, and maybe that's, I mean, it's like a futuristic wipeout style, like racing game type thing. Man, it's just, it's all a blur, but I do yeah. remember the attraction. I remember the attractions more than the rides. I remember trying to go do the Siren one. Was it Siren? And I just, I was always standing in line and I couldn't actually access the the ride itself or the or the attraction itself. So I remember going to, uh about all i remember going to all these different places but i remember so few of the actual games and attractions Mm -hmm. and you know and just like jim ryan said it was before it's time um what was it what was the second part he the second part of his quote was talking about the studios though the first party studios and so he's talking about i mean when it comes to first party studios in relation to the metaverse do you think he's talking about these types of attractions and these types of games, like VR, how, how how could all this be interconnected when it comes to the metaverse? Or is he just talking about these games as VR games separate from the metaverse? i got to read the quote again because I fucking forgot what he said.
0: There's, well, there's there's a lot here. So, um, I mean, I'll, I'll read it all again. So, no, you, no, no. You no, jump no. In. I, I,
1: just pulled, I just pulled it back up on the screen. Okay. Um, metaverse strategy, how much of a role will PSVR 2 play there? And then he said this approaching the metaverse through two lenses the second is the studio perspective I have a couple of projects underway they're exciting for us in terms of creating some sort of game type metaverse which can possibly have collaboration with other parts of sony sony's entertainment assets have a huge potential yeah and and as you've as you pointed out just going to the movies yeah you know is this, is well, this why we don't yeah. have big screen right because because yeah. sony wants well, to actually it. take advantage of that i don't know
0: yeah, we don't want it to be some kind of thing that we do as a small app when actually it could be a part of a much bigger feature. Right. You know, this, this is something I thought about recently with PlayStation notoriously doesn't allow you to mod games. Um, the thing that blew my mind, I think Wes mentioned on Wednesday that Doom Eternal, you can play in VR now. Yeah. Oh, oh that would be amazing. And it's like all these flat screen games you could play in VR if, if PlayStation allowed modding. It would completely kneecap. You could argue their business model. You know, of no, you can have these experiences, but you've got to pay for them. And it's kind of the same with not releasing any small apps if there's a bigger plan later down the line. Um, the question I've got though is, Roblox has just come out on PS Five. Um, I know that you it did come to VR. Um, you know, Roblox
1: came out on PlayStation Four. <laughs> it did. Oh, yeah, you're right. Actually, and just, yeah. Sorry, and it's just it didn't... playable on PlayStation Five. What do you mean? Well, because PlayStation 5 is backwards compatible. You can play PlayStation oh, 4 games on it.
0: Oh, OK, I, th- I thought you meant they literally stopped it from being playable on PS5, so you no, can't play it backwards but, compatibility. But, but it's they a announced PS4 it as game. a
1: PlayStation 4 game, so it's not actually taking it full advantage of the PlayStation 5. Like, what, what are they doing? Is there, is there going to be a PlayStation 5 version right. of Roblox? And then also say, hey, it also supports PSVR, two? I mean. I, I think a lot of yeah. people out there would be really happy to hear that. But it seem but it seems mm. strange. Why are releasing games branded as PS4 games right now?
0: Yeah. 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 Um, interesting. Um still a lot of people. But yeah, there's a lot there's a lot of there. there's a lot of careful language here, which also could just be the way he said it, and then we look too much into it. But <laughs> it's the fact that he uses terms like some sort of game type metaverse. So it's not a That's not entirely gaming, game types. There are game mechanics, which Fortnite has done a lot of it, as some of people have rightly mentioned in the chat. Um, And obviously Sony has invested a lot of money into Epic Games as well for partnerships there. Um, They talk about Sony's entertainment assets have huge potential in the metaverse area. And they're saying the VR2 stuff has a role later down the road because they're going to have to build the infrastructure first. And if you're going to build the infrastructure, kind of like the previous conversation, I think it is why we spoke at length about that previous question, um, which is if you're building stuff at scale, you need to make sure it has the biggest possible, uh, the biggest customer pool that you can serve. And then you can start, you know, tailoring it to niches and VR is a niche um, or a niche. Uh, as I know, some of you like to say. Um, so yeah, I, I, th- no, I think no, that's, that's a big part. Of-
1: yeah, just me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but look, um, I think these two quotes are actually great because I think the first one um, just it, it 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 removes any question about why are Sony doing this. The truth is, they're 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 quietly confident. They're doing it because it's a part of the plan. They know what they're doing, yeah. and and good on them. If it's working, it's working. And then secondly, with this stuff, they've mentioned three amazing things there. They've mentioned a game-type metaverse. They've mentioned PlayStation Home. Mm -hmm. And they've mentioned VR2. Um, And that shows like a tying together of the past, the present, and the future in in many ways. Like VR2 is the future. uh, Or you could say that's actually the present, and then then the metaverse is the future, and then Home was the past. Um, And so, you know... These conversations are definitely happening internally. It's going to be a massive investment to make some kind of metaverse thing. And what are Sony also investing in a lot at the moment? Like 10 different live service games. Um, And actually, that was another question he was asked on the call. I don't have the quote in front of me. But he was asked, like, how many of these do you expect to be a success? And he basically says, well, obviously, we don't expect all of them to be. Right. um a, a success but he says but what you define as a success is actually quite nuanced and different there's different metrics so it's, it's not just black and white um and we've seen what happened with um the uh last of us uh factions game that was you know shown to jeff keely they were like we're gonna announce something really soon and then it just went completely quiet heard nothing from naughty dog at the showcase there's all these rumors that Bungie stepped in, had a look and went, this this is a good game, but it's not a live service game. You know, if you create a live service or a metaverse, you need to create a world that people are wanting to live in. And that's even more important when you make it as a VR version. So these are very expensive projects that take a lot of research. It's not just making a great gaming experience. Um, it's about making something that people want to keep coming back to in competition with all these other live services in the world at the moment and games you know that people could be playing instead of this one so um they've only got one shot at getting
1: it right and i think they know that it's it's funny what you say about the live service stuff because uh it's they they could certainly put out 10 live service games if one of them was an amazing success that would pay for all of them i I think that's that's sort of their strategy i think they're like we're just going to throw a bunch of shit at the wall um because because every everybody wants their fortnite Everybody, that yeah. that would be a dream come true for any studio to have this game that's just constantly evolving, constantly you know raking in billions of dollars a month uh, with uh, microtransactions, uh, and it's it, that that makes that make that game makes more money than any first party Sony game ever possibly could, uh, just because of the way that it's designed and the way that uh, the financial elements of it work, and. Dude, if i obviously don't want Sony to go down the road of being a live service only studio, right? I, 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 I would love for them to have that revenue so they could be the the crazy, wild, risky Sony that they used to be, where they could just where they're just making money hand over fist and saying, Hey, yeah, let's let's fund this studio. Hey, let's buy that studio, let's just do this what let's of the rapper three. Why not? Let's fucking do it. Like but 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 then I'm nervous that they they see this live service game taking off, and then they say, "Well, this is way more profitable than anything else we're doing. This should be all we're doing." And that's and that's what makes me nervous is that that's kind of how businesses work. And yeah. so part of me like wants all of these to be failures so that they don't get a taste of Fortnite money because that's I think I think that's when Sony gets dangerous and boring. Yeah. Boy, we've really fucking beat the shit out of that horse, didn't we? Dude,
0: it was but I think these are two really interesting questions and answers. Um, because I think it gets to the crux of two areas that we have um, uh, you know, questions we had about Sony. Sure. About what they're playing at when it comes to marketing and what are they thinking about when it comes to this metaverse that we keep hearing about and like these VR experiences and these non gaming things. So um yeah, I mean i'm excited um you know we we think about how long you know psvr 2's been out for i'm going to look up how many days now uh <laughs> it has been uh 213 days seven two. seven dude, months it's absolutely nothing in the grand scheme of things and the amount of games um is just
1: uh, ridiculous dude and next month is going to be <laughs> the greatest month that vr has ever seen and the greatest month that horror games have ever seen I'm so excited. I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't possibly be any more excited for next month. We have. We we have three solid non-horror games, and then just a mess of fucking horror. It's going to be great. I'm so excited. Um, Same. We've got Snafu with the five dollar tip says thumbnail made me thumbnail. Made me half expect to find a drunken Jim Ryan exhaustively spilling his guts, VR, his marriage, etc., to a bewildered (laughs) Brian Paul. (laughs) Um, Dude, can you imagine? Can you imagine if we actually had Jim Ryan on the show? We'll get him on. We'll get him on. Uh, I don't know if that's how being blacklisted works, Miles. Yeah, yeah.
0: We'll, 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 we'll we'll, uh, get you wearing a a mask with a different person on it and say, Oh, uh, the boardroom meetings here, Mr. Jim Ryan, we'll
1: just dial you in. And then you go, aha, make sure he's good and toasty. (laughs) He'll have no idea what's going on. Macho, 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 the real estate procrastinating game cat with the $5 tips is my favorite thing. When a new big game would release used 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 to be to go to the section of the PlayStation home and see what they brought to interact with i
0: agree was, i used to like going to the fair do you remember the fair the fair yeah, chic. yeah they had like a carnival and yeah you could like go on little all the all the carnival things like coconut shy and stuff like that it was good fun you could win tickets to get little items for your home it was amazing fun times
1: fun times i just i just want my own virtual apartment and i want to decorate it with my platinum i first. know yeah that'd be cool uh, J mind the game cat ran with the $5 tip says the metaverse is basically just a fancy version of Microsoft Bob Windows, Windows 95 memories. Anyone Microsoft Bob do it. Do you remember? Do you? Yeah, no, no. I'm looking out. Okay. Um, oh, 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 oh. Uh.
0: No, I'm joking. Okay. Uh, I'm looking at now.
1: Cool. Thank you. Thanks for looking yeah, up. Um, I've, got, I've got too many uh, <laughs> tips here. It's a <laughs> To stop what I'm doing, you know, you're going to explain it to me. Do they have an explanation?
0: It just says uh, Microsoft Bob was a Microsoft software product intended to provide a more user-friendly interface for the Windows 3.1x, Windows 95, and Windows NT operating systems, supplanting the Windows Program Manager. The program was released on March the 11th, 1995, and discontinued in early 1996.
1: Um, Microsoft Bob, there he is. We tried. Oh. We tried. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, but it's good to know that the metaverse has already tried and failed. Macho, 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 the real estate procrastinating GameCap with a $2 tip says, BR and modding go hand in hand like peanut butter and jelly. Bro, what is it about peanut butter and jelly? Somebody mentioned it in the voice chat last night and suddenly that's all I wanted to eat. And I know this is not what your tip was about, Macho, but I'm sorry. Mm. Are Is there a better sandwich on the face of the planet than peanut butter and jelly?
0: What is the best brand of peanut butter and jelly for me to get when I'm in the States? Is there a is there a top tier one I should be going for? Or Dude, is anyone decent? somebody
1: in the chat's going to have a better answer for you? Because here here's what I like. I think it's Jif. I think it's Jif that makes a and stick with me here because this is not going to sound like what it is. Jif makes okay. like a reduced fat peanut butter. Okay. It's like 25% less fat. And I don't give a mm-hmm. fuck how much fat's in it. Like I want peanut butter. And there's yeah. something about it that makes it taste way better. And so, pe- you know, whenever I'm grocery shopping, it's like hot dogs, fucking pizza. And then my peanut butter is 25% reduced fat. And people are like, what the fuck's wrong with you? I was like, it tastes better. It's like the reason I drink Diet Coke is because it tastes better than regular Coke. Because I don't know, man. I like Diet Coke. It's refreshing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so so, reduced fat, Jif, and, uh, and then i think just welch's grape jelly i think okay. okay
0: i've only had it once when i was in the states and when i had it um i thought this is all right um it was just all right i just felt pretty indifferent i was like i probably wouldn't have it again but i want to have a pro- i want to have the proper stuff
1: yeah we gotta make sure you have as much american stuff as possible when you're here. oh
0: yeah i'm gonna i'll get i'm gonna get a little caesar's as well in solidarity with you man uh macho follows what?
1: up that uh statement about peanut butter and jelly in mods with another tip two dollar tip. it says half-life alex blew up because of amazing mods right it didn't it didn't blow but up that's, but it unfortunately it doesn't matter
0: how amazing the mods are sony's not playstation's never going to allow it like, true it's
1: a, it's a shame or but 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 what we've seen happen miles is, is that we do get the mods as official releases from the studios themselves Right. I say, well, th- okay, these were yeah. really popular maps that the community made uh, or, or, the, or this really popular modes that the community created with mods. And then we've just created official versions of those and implemented to our game for the official release. And, and I can get down with that. Mm hmm. Yeah, 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 that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, Scott, the PSVR game for life with the level two membership. is off topic. But after ten years of working nights, I've just walked away and now need something called a day job. Wish me luck. Wow. Uh, hopefully you parted with your employer on good terms, although mm, good luck. Yeah. Uh, dude, becoming a normal person really screwed up my, my mind in my life. I, I used to, I used to get up at 4 PM and <laughs> go to work, uh, and then be up until the sun rose. you reading a newspaper. Is that what you're doing?
0: No, I was just I got a flyer here. This our Pizza Hut over here, because we're talking about food. They have um melts. They're new new melts. Yeah. It's just like it's just yeah, all right. Just how else can we like fold bread and put pizza toppings in it and call it something else? Um
1: isn't that just essentially a quesadilla?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. It's a mac and cheese one. But I did speak in uh, our Discord the other day that I remember once McDonald's in the UK yeah. were selling hot dogs, and I remember going to America, and everyone thought, "What? We don't have them over here." Yeah. Even though the commercials in the UK were kind of like these American adverts, some song they were about trying hot to dogs, sell it,
1: right? And they were like, "Americans yeah. eat this. Don't you want to be right. American?" It's like, no. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> but then they, uh, and I suppose they were quite good. So I
1: don't know. Never had hot dogs in uh, McDonald's in the states. Mm. Uh, Twitter, the Deuce Juice, GameCat rare with the 2 quid says mentioning mark of cry or cree i think i say cree right mark i say mark of cree mentioning mark of cree earlier earns you a tip on ah oh, thanks twitcher um well what is mentioning primal in in ghost hunter uh and uh, what other obscure first party ps2 games were there others uh, to the follow up to mark of cree the rise of kasai which was also very good I'm just waiting for Twitcher to send another tip now that I've mentioned more awesome games. No, uh, thank you very much, Twitcher. It's it's always fun when somebody has any idea what I'm talking about. Um, luckily, not the most obscure games I've talked about recently. Uh, Macho, 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 the real estate procrastinating game cap with a $2 tip says, try toasting your bread. Uh, then Jif or Peter Pan peanut butter and jelly. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I don't have a kitchen right now. It's been over a year since I've had a kitchen, so I'm lucky to have even fucking bread. Bread's good. I, d- I just have a big hole in my wall where my kitchen used to be. <laughs> I I miss having a kitchen, Miles. Man. Um, Ace Gamer Cats with the $5 tip says, whatever happens, don't read this out loud. <laughs> I, I don't read tips before I say them out loud, so uh, I say all sorts of shit that I'm not supposed to say. I'm sorry, Ace Gamer Cats. real Okay. I think that gets us caught up on tips. Uh final thing we want to talk about today, uh, Miles, was that uh our good friend Ian Higton over at Eurogamer put out a video recently uh saying this is what can save the PSVR two. I love those titles. Like, oh, it needed saving, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Right. Um big arrow pointing to the very corner of the headsets, pointing at something nondescript. Um, yes Ian's face going. No, it's, it wasn't like that at all. Ian's not like that. Ian's a good guy. And uh, and, he, and he made a great video for Eurogamer. And a lot of it was, yeah, that's that's good. Um, I I mean, I would make fun of you, Miles, but I already do. Your face is in every single thumbnail you've made over the last two years.
0: Although it's technically not my face.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> that's fine. Actually, I did it for the Resident Evil one. It was... <laughs> And then actually for the edit one, it was actually just a screenshot of me in the fatal position.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, which was genuine. <laughs> so the uh, the video, the video was, how, how, you know, how what this this one thing can save PSVR, two and, and it was basically talking about how uh, going back to the well and PlayStation three games of that era are, have, have there's a lot of nostalgia for them, people remember them fondly uh, and we're constantly asking for remakes. We're constantly asking for um, even backwards compatibility to be able to play them on our current system. But why wouldn't you go back to the well and reuse these games, reuse the assets and bring them into VR? Uh, As we're seeing with Bulletstorm, it's happening Mm -hmm. uh, and that obviously happened with Skyrim last generation. That is we've seen it happen here and there. Miles, what's the benefit? Uh, there's multiple benefits, I'm sure, but let's kick off this conversation. What's the benefit of using a PlayStation 3 game? For, for, why would a studio want to do that rather than just create their own IP?
0: I never want to use the word just when it comes to game development. Right. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> I know there are always devs screaming, it's not just do that, but as close as I can get to using the word just... It means you don't have to create new assets. It's it's effectively a port, um, which does take a lot of work. But it also gives you a lot more leeway in terms of what the, the graphics are. If it's a new game, you expect it to look like a new game with new graphics. If it's a PlayStation 3 game, but it's at 120 FPS um, and you're in it, you've got the nostalgia factor. Um, You're going to get people that are sort of going back to it. And also if you've got games that have proven to be well-made, and I've got a a list of suggestions that I'm sure we'll be both sharing our suggestions in a moment. Um, There are just games that people would love to experience in VR. Um, And so I think it's that goodwill, isn't it? It's it's why there's always reboots of movies that have been rebooted three or four times, because it's cheaper to do. (laughs)
1: Cheap, cheaper to do. And you've already, you've already, you don't have to convince people that they want to see it. You don't have to convince people that this is a game that they want to play, because they've already played it. They played it once they have fond memories of it. And they say, man, that would be great in VR. I'll tell you, man, the uh, for, for the number and of now people you can be in it, <laughs> right? The number of people <laughs> who watch this channel number of comments I see constantly. Whenever anybody jumps up and down and says this is what I want in VR. It's very seldom like, let me explain the new IP that i want in vr nine times out of ten it's me saying bioshock it's everyone else saying alien isolation uh it's people saying you know what we never got fallout 4 or fallout 3 we'll take any fallout in vr the, these are games that these are the games that people want they're games that people have fucking already played but still there, there's something comforting about it and going back into it and then on top of that experiencing it in the way that we kind of always wanted to. It's sort of like a dream come true. Being like, these are some of our favorite games of all time. Now let's go back and revisit them in first-person VR. And I don't know how to develop games, Miles. So I'm not gonna sit here and say, well, it's obviously cheaper. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's cheaper because you don't have to create all the assets, you don't have to create all the character models, you don't have to create all the dialogue, you don't have to pay for voice acting. It's already done. However, it is already done and and there are certain games that when i go back to the playstation 3 because i just went back to it recently uh tatum in the chat can attest to this uh kind of got a little obsessed with playstation 3 recently and i'm shocked 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 how good some of this shit holds up graphically gameplay wise there's, there's a lot of good stuff out there so miles You said you have a pretty decent list of games that you would like to see i said i had a list not decent decent. we'll have to wait (laughs) we'll have to wait and see all right did did we did we go super generic because because i kind of went a little generic because i didn't i I want to make sure we didn't miss any of the you know the hot spots of of the past uh but i'm keeping an eye on the chat so if you guys have any you know off the wall oddball uh um um, jammer lammy suggestions please for the love of god post them and i will be keeping an eye out
0: there there's a there's a game right near the top of my list that could arguably be one of the generic obvious ones but mm-hmm. it might not be um and that's journey
1: oh yeah journey oh,
0: dude the the it had a lot of immersion in it the the uh, because of the emotion um this you know the sense of scale from vast deserts to towering mountains and you know um with the emotional storytelling it would be phenomenal a bit where you're going like you're you're surfing down the sand mm-hmm. and you have all the light coming through the pillars ah oh. yeah journey would be magical
1: yeah journey is yes also on ps4 clarification chat um <clears throat> um i found yeah journey was interesting because it was I found it so simple at first and you're kind of progressing and just being like, what, what, what's the point of this game? Right. And then you see another character that looks like you and they're jumping up and down and kind of running around you and stuff. You're like, this is a real person, isn't it? Yeah. Right. It took me a minute to realize because I, because especially back in the PlayStation three hour, I wasn't sitting around waiting for reviews. I wanted to be part of the conversation. Like when I watch podcasts beyond or game scoop, I wanted to be part of that conversation and really, know all of these games the second they came out and so like i was discovering this along with everybody else it wasn't something that was told to me and that kind of realization that there are other people populating my game that i'm just kind of on a journey with and they sort of come and go randomly and you never
0: know who they are yeah, They don't have a name above their head. You There's- find out when you
1: beat the game, you say, these are the people that you played with. That was it. The PSN names pop up. But that's it, yeah. During during the game, you don't get to talk to them. And I think there'd be something, there'd be an, a weird oh, connection man. about being able to do that in first-person VR and, and, yeah. and run up to these people that you can't even talk to. But it's like, we're, we're on this emotional little journey together. So let's go, uh, anonymous little person. <laughs> let's go.
0: I'm getting chills thinking about it again. It's, it's such a powerful it's the thing about journey is it doesn't tell you what the story is you just it's just it is just an experience and it means different things to different people um but that bit where you start seeing other people and you can yeah jump about can you imagine waving in vr and just never knowing who they are and it's like we existed in this moment like that'd be yeah so good
1: john john doe juggalo said dude journey you're hitting the nail on the head meow get some support in the chat it's great um, I'm I'm looking I'm looking at the chat here before I scream out my next one because uh, I want to make sure. Yep, Kulad, I knew it, I knew somebody was going to say it. Here we go. I pulled the games out, Fear, and I, and, and, it's, and specifically Fear Three. I I do think you could probably boil down the trilogy a little bit. Um, Fear Three is not a game I played when it came out. Uh, it's, it's a game that I picked up recently uh, after getting a, a, another pl- a PlayStation 3 and having the ac- the ability to play these games in my bedroom, playing before I go to bed for a couple hours. And so now I'm kind of going down this rabbit hole of playing a bunch of old PS3 games. And Fear, again, is one of those games that kind of holds up. Uh, Fear 3 specifically. The lighting is really good. The environments look really nice. There's It's actually spooky. Like They do a really good job of that, and so the whole time I'm playing it, I'm going, man, this is a game from however many years ago, but I guarantee you, if they took this exact game and threw it into VR, you know, made it made it a little bit sharper, so there were no complaints about the resolution. <laughs> I, I think it's it's fine as is. It's it's amazing, and so, uh, so yeah, so sh- shout out to Coolod in the in the chat for fear because I don't think I don't know if Fear One or Fear Two hold out hold up nearly as much, but Fear Three for sure, uh, I th- I think might be the pinnacle of the series. Like it. Yeah. Uh J Mind the GameCat with the five dollar tip says Condemned to Bloodshot would be brilliant on PSVR two. A first person horror melee shooter. That was truly scary. What's your familiarity, uh, Miles with the Condemned series? There was at least there was two of them, I think. There's just only two of them, I think, is what I meant to say. I'm having
0: a look. Okay, so straight away from Condemned Two, the um the cover, um, I recognise with the eyeball uh, in the middle but um yeah i never played it never played it
1: um i think the first one only came to 360 and so there was something about the fact that i didn't have access to the first game and it bugged me uh and so i'm pretty sure that i might i'm pretty sure i've condemned to in my library but i don't think i've ever actually gotten around to playing it um first person horror melee shooter he says it was truly scary i'm you you've just you've just added it to my list. It's, uh, I'm probably maybe I'll check it out tonight before I go to bed. And then I won't be able to sleep. Um, all right, give me another one, Miles. What what's next on your list? I'm I'm scanning the um, chat.
0: Um I had um I had heavy rain on my list. Um interesting. And, but you could have beyond two souls as well, um, and actually, this kind of goes to a bit of a conversation that was had, I think, yesterday or the day before in 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 the Discord. Do join it, link below if you haven't already. Um, talking about um, someone had been playing. Um, it's not. It takes two. It's the um, the prison game they made. Uh, um, a way out. A way, way out. out. Yep. Yeah, and I was saying, oh, that'd be cool for VR, and they're like, yeah, a lot of cutscenes and stuff. Although it's, it's a lot of it's un- ongoing, and the thing is, when stuff gets brought to VR, there are changes made to to make do with the fact that okay, you can change these cutscenes and have something instead. Although it is a challenge, and so although those are two other games, it takes two and a way out. Um, Heavy rain, like the bit. I don't think this is a spoiler. It's early on in Heavy Rain. It's a very famous <laughs> scene where he loses his Sean sean and oh, um god in yeah in wasn't, the, wasn't um, it wasn't
1: it wasn't it like press square to jason wasn't it jason oh is
0: it was it jason, jason. was it not sean i don't know <laughs> it jason
1: it, yeah i don't know it's been a while yeah
0: it's, it's been so long that i've got a completely different name um <laughs> but um it is jason um but nice. you're you're looking in the and you see the red balloon and everywhere you look the balloon moves and like to experience that in VR like you're going through the crowd and you like I, I i could see it i could see it jason jason yeah. um Do i you... think and it'd be it'd be again it'd be an example of a game that would become in, incredibly more um but it'd be more emotive because it feels more personal and and those the thing that made those games great was they felt personal because of the decisions that you took mm mm-hmm um but between the decisions everything else would feel more personal as well because it'd be you at the beginning around your home it would be you meeting these people or going through the tragedies or driving on the freeway where you got to turn left and right around stuff and make quick decisions um so yeah heavy rain
1: yeah talk talk about um talk about a game that would have to be redesigned for vr absolutely right. heavy rain you yeah. have to because that game was 90 percent quick time events <laughs> was, yes yeah 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 right is like you just putting like you said the plates putting them down on the table like you'd have to be like a quarter circle or whatever with the analog sticks mm-hmm. and make sure you did it slow enough where you didn't slam the plate down and like make the other, other character think you were mad and so uh as so i i, I feel like that's something that you just have to like we have to give the player full control of and say you've taken the plate now you have to gently put it down on the table but like just without a quick time event like you're just literally doing it yourself uh and i I think and i think doing that all again uh in first person i I think the only trouble i think you'd run into would be that you switch characters you control different characters throughout the course of heavy rain and it's so much easier to do that from a third person perspective because you see the character on the screen right it's for me personally at least it's easy when when i switch characters in a game if i'm in first person to forget that i'm somebody else because i'm not seeing them on the screen i've just been playing this other character for an hour now i'm playing the detective and i'm like oh shit uh right right i'm on i'm there's a completely different viewpoint
0: but yeah wanderer has found a fix for that haven't they mirrors everywhere
1: everything's reflective
0: yeah. but, but 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 that seems to be what they're doing even even though it wasn't in the first game and um i mean i felt like a bit of an idiot when i saw the wanderer trailers for the for the the psvr2 version because i was like oh okay so when you were going through time in the original you were embodying different people it wasn't transporting you to those different times as the same person
1: wait this Re- was this was this was a, a revolution for you
0: it was interesting even though it's even though it's obvious like i clearly missed i missed yeah
1: especially in the mayan stage where it's like you're Playing as different yeah, people sure. in the same area.
0: Oh, dude, that didn't even that didn't even click for me <laughs> until there was a conversation recently. I was like, oh my god, how did I not? He was talking down to him. I thought, yeah. It was one of those moments I felt I was incredibly
1: slow. You just but, made me um, feel so much better about every thing I've ever overlooked in any game ever.
0: <laughs> oh, dude. Dude, I think also when we because we play so many games now, there's always going to be stuff you overlook. And when I do let's plays, there's stuff where I have the chat absolutely screaming me, going, "How did you not know that?" And uh, oh, yeah, same. Looper goes, "Did you not look at your hands?" It's like, yeah, I did, but I didn't really think about it. Like, I don't know. Um, it's it's amazing what you overlook. Uh, and so, like, yeah, the mirror thing would mean I don't know. It's just it's a way it's it's a way of because because cause if you go, oh, just look at your hands, will that be the same with heavy rain? Oh. I'm I'm a different person now. I'm a different height. Um, I actually um, platinum this week. Creed um, Championship yeah. Edition, and this is relevant, by the way. Um, thank you very much. Um, and I never obviously there's a new campaign for the Championship Edition based on the new movie. And I didn't know how it was going to go. And there's a bit where you're Creed, and then you sort of fist bump, and then you whoop, you go into their body, and now you're looking at Creed. And so you actually play as different people, and that's how it's kind of done. Uh, the switches are done where they fist bump, and they sort of like you embody them, and then you're looking at yourself, which was, you know, it's interesting. There's different ways of doing it in games.
1: Oh, uh, what's your next game? Agreed.
0: <laughs> yeah, agreed. What's your next game, Brian?
1: Um, dude, I've, there's there's too many there's too many suggestions just, in the chat. Just I... list
0: li- list list some of them, and then we'll just dive into a couple. Um, I don't
1: know. Okay, um, well, you know I got a pile right here. Okay, so this this is a this is more of an example than than an actual suggestion. Okay, because I remember when Rage came out on PlayStation Three, people weren't super thrilled about it. They're like, oh, it's kind of shallow, blah blah blah, whatever, right? But this is a prime example of when you take a game uh, that was okay, maybe even pretty good. Uh, on the flat screen and then you bring it into VR and it's fucking incredible. I think that Rage, despite being a little bit shallow, uh, w- is one of those games that you you would get into VR and be like, oh, this is fast paced. And it's just like, you know, over the top action sirens on my end. And 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 I think it's a, it's a prime example that I, I don't think anybody wants to continue the Rage IP. I don't think anybody wants to go, oh yeah, Rage, Rage 1 and 2 were just fucking powerhouses. Maybe they were. You know, maybe, maybe they did maybe maybe they sold fucking crazy for Id for and Bethesda. But I I do think the proper way forward for that for that franchise is VR, because it just at least the first game didn't do anything particularly special. But again, you bring that into VR and it suddenly stands out among the crowd. Because even a not particularly special flat screen game can certainly be pretty special in VR sometimes. So more more of an example, that one right there, in, instead of saying, "Hey, I definitely want rage in v r Rage is an example of a game that wasn't great, or it was okay i mean, I actually enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed it more than most people did, but yeah, that's cool that's yeah. cool hopefully that made sense no, it did it did all right um hey, before you uh before you <laughs> give us your next one, uh, I gotta get a little bit caught up on tips here. That's fine, all right, so. My apologies uh, if this delays things, but we get to get all the way back. Twitcher, the Deuce Juice Game Cat with the five quid said, uh, Primal, loved it. Didn't play Ghost Hunter, and I've only recently bought Rise of the Kasai. It never came out on PlayStation 1 in Europe. Uh, Rise of the Kasai, PlayStation 2 game, uh, but, um, but Ghost Hunter, you should definitely play. I don't know how it holds up control-wise and get through the first hour or two. As soon as you get out of the school, it becomes a much, much better game, I think. Most reviewers probably didn't because holy crap, that game's way better than people gave it credit for. Uh, Austin Tatum with a $5 tip says, Castlevania Lords of Shadow 1 and 2 in first person. You can be uh, a whipping and swinging warrior or in VR as a rat in the sewer. Ha! Uh, Amazing suggestion. Again, another series that was not received all that well. Lords of Shadow 1 and 2, I mean, especially 2, right? just not reviewed well whatsoever. Um, but yeah, you bring those into first person, you, you do some of the shape shifting stuff, you get to run through as a rat in the sewer. I think I think we got a winner on our hands, Miles. Kool-Aid with the two dollar tip says Kool-Aid. kool His name is spelled C-U-L-A-D-E. And so I said Kool-Aid because I'm dumb. And he says it's pronounced Kool-Aid. <laughs> Kool-Aid. Social Destruct with the $10 tips. It's a great show. Isn't there something being developed for PlayStation VR 2, which is similar to home? It's called Riff XR. Subscribe and hit the like button. Uh, Riff XR has been uh, something that I think we talked about Riff XR a little bit on on a show a couple months ago. But man, what it actually is, I have zero recollection of. I feel like we've talked about so many things. And Riff, for me at least, is, is something that has to... Kind of prove themselves and say, and say here it is. Instead of making a bunch of promises, just actually deliver on the promises. Uh, but definitely interested in checking it out. Uh, Macho, 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 the real estate procrastinating game cat with a $5 tip. Says, wish instead of let's pivot hard to live service, it was let's make all of our old first-party classics in VR. Let's revive and reuse great things we did. I agree. And that's because... Um, I, I, I really don't like uh, Sony's insistent, uh, insistence that they should ignore their past. Nintendo has this amazing ability to, you know, kind of prey on people's, people's nostalgia and bring in characters uh, that you remember from certain games or they remaster certain games. In um, PlayStation or Sony seems like they like to forget uh, and say, you know what, like, Killzone's not really a thing anymore. Let's move on. Like, you know, Sly Cooper's not really a thing anymore. Let's move on. And and they just and they, and they don't really revisit the things that, that people have so much nostalgia for. And it seems like it seems like a real shame. I feel like that's not only money left on the table, but it's just it feels like you're not appreciating your your own your own studios and and you don't understand why we like you, Sony. Like, we like you because we have an emotional connection to you for the last 20 something years. And, and, and these games are those memories that forge that connection. And they're like, oh, we're, just, we're selling PlayStation 5s. Who cares? All right. <laughs> uh, Macho, 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 the real estate procrastinating game cat with the $2 tip says PT in VR. Fully realized Hideo Kojima VR would kill. Dude. I
0: don't stop. remember that
1: PS3 game stop hurting me yes we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna give him a break um and just uh gustavo uh barandas barandas gustavo kojima
0: is in the uk at the moment by the way Is,
1: is he coming to hang out
0: i wish he uh he's in guildford which is where uh hello games are and just by Farnborough, where um end dreams are i assume he's gone to visit um Oh, uh, who are the creators of Senua's Sacrifice? Um,
1: Oh, uh, Team Ninja. Or Ninja Theory. That's
0: it. Yeah, I think that's who he's going to say. He posted on Instagram. It was just the entrance to Guildford Station.
1: Team Ninja or Ninja Theory?
0: Oh, Ninja Theory. It's Ninja Theory.
1: okay. (laughs) (laughs) Right, Team Ninja's uh, Ninja Gaiden, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But then again, Hideo Kojima always posts random stuff on his social, which could always be, like, months old. (laughs)
1: Crazy. Uh Gustavo Brandaras, Barandas, damn it. Gustavo Barandas said, uh, why do you call it tips instead of super chat? Because uh, I used to be a waiter. <laughs> and, and, yeah. like That's what I did for my life for like 20 years. I, I waited tables. And so anytime someone gives me money, it's a tip. It's a, it's a sign that they appreciate uh, what you we're doing.
0: Super chat in a restaurant? That'd be
1: weird. That that's would be. I look at my table <laughs> like, don't you talk to me without being blue <laughs> and, and, and attaching money to it. Um, yeah. Super cool video, bros, with the $2 tip says Arkham Trilogy. Do you think that, uh, do you think the Batman, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Origins, although do we count Origins or or do we just say Arkham Knight for the third game in the trilogy now? Um, Do you think that would work in first-person VR?
0: I'd like to think so. A lot of Fist combat. Um, Those were games I actually never got to play um i heard amazing things about him actually i do have arkham knight um because it was on a playstation plus um but yeah i've heard amazing things but um yeah man like just the gotham environment um i mean we've already played a a batman game that looked great but to have sort of this open world with the rain and like just the hardcore combat um going back to what i said about creed like Mm -hmm. The thing about Creed is the punches feel the impact you feel the, the thud as you're punching away. It's great. And that's what you'd want in an Arkham game was you'd want that feeling of impact with the, the brawler of just punching and just getting, getting into the battles like that.
1: So, yeah. Yeah. I think that also uh, plays into the next one we got here. Um, Grandpa's barbecue game... Okay. Hold on a second. I need to copy and paste mm-hmm. this because I can't read the whole thing on the screen. Dude, I need, I need to get two monitors. I've been using one tiny monitor like my whole life and I, need, I really need a second monitor set up because- I
0: just got a second monitor and it changed my life. So I highly recommend it.
1: <sighs> I'm gonna have to do it. I'm gonna have to do it. I've got, I've got room, I'm just messy. Um, Grandpa's Barbecue or Game Cat with the Australian $2 tips is the darkness and Chronicles of Riddick. Dude, Chronicles of Riddick for sure, right? That, that mm. game is, I, I, the, I believe if I remember correctly, the, the beginning of that game is all melee and so punching enemies in vr would be fantastic and then and and also if i remember correctly, there's like a lot of climbing and a lot of climbing through grates and things like that and so a lot of this physicality that always feels better in vr than it does on the flat screen um but the darkness is a great choice too darkness is based on a uh, a comic book and uh give you all these like really dark powers tentacles and shit coming out of you and uh synapse Showed us that being a fucking super po- superhero or a super powerful uh, person with crazy over the top powers in VR is can feel really really good. And I think if they implemented those types of powers from the darkness into a VR game, it would be great. Uh, and I think we're gonna do one more, and then we're gonna get your next suggestion. Alan Hembray D, cataloger GameCat, with the five dollars tip says, "Shame they didn't do nostalgia, or they don't do nostalgia." I saw Blink 182's new video, all about nostalgia. Cried like a baby, and it has a gazillion views. Nostalgia works. I could to watch that video. I need to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that's all about. I was never a huge Blink One Eighty Two fan, but you know, the singles and stuff, I was into it.
0: Yeah. Say it ain't so, Brian.
1: Did you say say it ain't so? Yeah. <laughs> that's is that Weezer?
0: No, I mean maybe
1: is it also blink 182? Possibly. Well, I agree. I
0: agree, see. I agree.
1: Um I think yeah, we got some obvious ones here Miles. Uh, uh yeah. Oh, let's hold, hold hold them up. Yeah. All right. We 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 definitely need some uncharted. I think that goes without saying. Yeah. Clim- climbing is. in VR works, shooting in VR works, climbing ropes, uh oh, climbing man. walls. Running. I know what
0: it would be called as well. Uncharted: Cooler of the Mountain yeah (laughs) exactly that's the problem there's
1: so much climbing in uh, uncharted games that would just feel like another yeah it's crazy but uh but but all the mechanics that that we we need for an uncharted game we've already seen in other uh in other vr games already it all works and so uh i i mean what they need what they need to do is um my feeling on this is that they would need to craft either a new uncharted game or Really figure out what they're going to do with the cutscenes because some of those cutscenes are long. Mm. And just standing around as Nathan Drake in VR <laughs> and watching Sully talk to you, I don't think would be all that much fun. But yeah, yeah. You know, if, if you're, it, but they did do some decent. They did do a decent job uh, of allowing that story to play out while you're walking through the jungle. You know, have Sully walking next to you, and you know, while you're just casually looking around, looking for collectibles, doing your thing story playing out there that that's when that works when you're already doing something else and somebody's talking to you red dead no-brainer right yeah we, we want open world we want rockstar games in vr common sense it goes right along with grand theft auto 5 which also came out on playstation 3 and less common sense, but a game that I just discovered recently, I, I use the word discovered loosely because everyone knows about this game. I just never played it until like two weeks ago, Dragon's Dogma.
0: Ah, da- I've actually da- never played it.
1: It, I mean, dude, it won't go into focus, but it's, dude, Dragon's Dogma is like, it's it's fun, man. Like it's, it's multiplayer, it's RPG, great graphics, amazing bosses, tons of, ton, you know, just tons of content. like. The fact that this isn't in VR is driving me nuts. We need it. Oh, shit, in Dead Island. Because Dead Island is the game I've wanted in VR for so long, right up there with Bioshock. Um, Dead Island was just so cool, man, because it, it, it kind of gave you, especially the first game. The second game is, takes, is, is such a departure, but the first game really feels more like an open world. This island feels connected, and, and being able to just hop in a truck and drive from one part of it to another after hours of being on foot is just really fucking cool. Uh, and I think, I think it would make the, the melee combat fun. I think it would make, um, it, I, th- I think the entire game would be more fun, uh, being able to actually be, take the role of these people, be fun. That's that's good ones. Thank you. All right. You, you gotta have one or two more, right?
0: Yeah. How about. Super Stardust HD. Oh, no, we already had that. How about L.A. Noir? Oh, no, we've already had that. Okay, what about The Elder, Squ- Elder Scrolls V Skyrim? All right, joking aside. Uh, next on my list, Mirror's Edge. I know we've got similar games, but uh, Mirror's Edge was on the list. Yeah. Just because you want to run and gun. It's a good property. I mean, I know you've got Strider and stuff like that, but I just feel like Mirror's Edge does have a, a following. Um, I think it could be a good one.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's why Stride exists. Joy, yeah. Joy said, well, if you're not going to do it, we're going to do it. And so having the game that influenced the game that we got and actually have it be a full campaign and have it be this full-fledged game uh, that had a lot of money behind it. and be, Yeah, dude. Again, these games, when they came out, were like, and these perfect contenders for VR. And when PlayStation VR 1 was new, I was adamant. I was like, we're obviously going to get Mirror's Edge in VR. Why wouldn't we get Mirror's Edge in VR? This game was made for VR. And for whatever reason, like, I mean, there's just, there's, there's obviously just not enough money in it for these big publishers like EA. They're the ones who published Mirror's Edge. Uh, for whatever reason, though, we're just not getting them, uh, which is a real shame. It's a real shame because it's. I liked I liked Stride for what it was, but mm. you know you can't beat the source material. That's is exactly it.
0: I'll just I'll just roll off the three I've got left, and then you can pick any that you want to speak okay. on. Um, I got Portal Two here. I think the original Portal came out
1: on PS3 as well. They both did. It? Yeah, the, the first yeah, one was in yeah. the orange box.
0: That was it. So yeah, so Portal. Um, infamous is a top tier suggestion like oh god infamous would be incredible and then resistance um i looked at footage of resistance the other day and just imagine being in that world again in vr just be incredible standing next to the chimera yeah just like towering over you playing that multiplayer as well it'd be so good but yeah infamous you know um just going around the open world but like you know lifting off the the ground with just you know the sense controllers and like just infamous feels like such a vraf experience flipping cars and again making it personal do you actually feel bad doing the stuff that makes you infamous
1: (laughs) um
0: you know actually i felt bad flipping that car and that baby in the pram or whatever you do on there i I can't remember but uh or i might do some good things instead so yeah I, i think infamous um would be great
1: yeah, I think infamous. Yeah, that, I feel like that's whenever we talk about games from our past that we wish were in VR. That is a perfect one because we always played as uh, as, as Cole or whoever the other character was, Second Son, Del- Delson, one. Delson Rowe. That, yeah. that his name was, uh, and you saw him in third person, uh, and, and it was fine, you know, especially for especially for being that era. Um, I, I I used to enjoy third person games a whole lot more, and during the PS one, two, and three era. And I slowly started growing out of that. I think VR had something to do with it. Um, but being, but being those characters, and as you said, levitating and feeling that in sense controllers in, would be the would be the synapse thing where you just feel powerful. Um, these are the only, these are the kind of things that you can only do in your dreams normally. Uh, and, and allowing you to do it would just be amazing. Um, shooting things that come out of your hand, amazing. Sliding across electrical lines i mean yep
0: when we think about like you know spider-man the limitations with like the traversal the way that spider-man moves around infamous seems to fit the the bit you know fit the mold a lot better of going around a city and the traversal is he's always upright right Um, it's true yeah and the power of like just like (laughs) it's been a while since i've played it don't you just absorb electricity from shit yeah like just point at something and just absorb it oh dude and like when you just lift people up like it's the the the, the synapse um synapse made me feel a bit about it but synapse was a lot more clinical because you're in the mind and it's individuals but like where are infamous you would feel yourself as you get increasingly powerful and by the end of it you'd just be like
1: Side controls would just be vibrating all the time the headset would be rumbling right. constantly so and then at the rumbling, end of it you're like shit. And buzzing
0: <laughs> yeah and then by the end of it, you take the headset off you're like god i was a dick power <laughs> really did go to my head you know
1: <laughs> ptsd um, immediately yeah yeah yeah, <sighs> yeah. Uh, there's just so all many good june suggestions and in... forever
0: june what? nuke and forever nah. Nope. <laughs>
1: No, who said? Who said in the chat? Uh, Move, Master Mick. Yes, I knew knew there would be a, a good cat suggesting this. Beyond Good and Evil, which was a PlayStation Two game, but I don't think that's out of the question. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil was great. Uh, running around as Jade, oh, God, I can't remember the character names. Uh, you controlled different vehicles in that game. You ran around. You took a lot of photographs, uh, and, and, and there was actually some fun combat too. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's it this this conversation is both really uplifting miles because because I have so much more fondness for for this era of gaming than I do for the flat screen current era mm. but also deflating because we're like man, if I was Jim Ryan, what kind of decisions would I be making and they're radically different from the decisions that he is making um although oh thank you it is jade nice. So, but yeah, we don't, we don't know what the plans are. They they could, all of this stuff could be in the works. Everything we just suggested could be in the works. We don't know enough about what Sony's working on, but don't get your hopes up is, oh, I think the
0: message. PlayStation today. showcase, Jim Ryan's there going, now we're going to give you an offering on PlayStation Plus Premium. All the classic titles you've ever loved playing are now all playable in VR. <sighs>
1: Bill Pepe, the game cat, the $2 tip says dream IP in VR. He says, let's go Dragon Ball Z, dream IP in VR. So this is Dragon beyond. Ball Z
0: is on my top wish list. I want to turn Super Saiyan. I want to turn Super Saiyan in VR and just feel fucking epic. Yeah, agreed.
1: Dream IP. It's crazy, man. Like there's so many amazing IPs out there, uh, you, you know, before 2017 i would have said resident evil like absolutely right yeah but now i'm kind of like silent hill like it's obviously i'm gonna go down the horror route i definitely want some aliens games in vr um
0: man so... the last of us just the last of us oh man oh. just like the, the guns feel so good in that game anyway just like a naughty dog like i know people like to shit on him from time to time but they have such attention to detail. They're such top tier with everything. Yeah. The sound design of clickers. You know that if they worked on a VR game, they would make it absolutely stellar. They wouldn't they wouldn't put it out until they were happy with it.
1: Um <clears throat> Rachel, the prisoner game cap fifty eight sixty three says, Wasn't Ian Hickton's idea for Sony to fund a porting studio to do this? We need to get uh, Ian H in a room with Jim R. Yeah. <sighs> And you know, again, this is something that we've been talking about nonstop for like six years. And so, uh, so while you know, Ian did a great video, but we we we've also been saying this here for a while. See, see what I did, Miles? It's all about oh, us. See. It's all about us. It's about, it's and, bring it back to us. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, this is, this is something we've suggested numerous times that play, you know, Sony has a, a studio that's dedicated to porting PC they should have a studio which which wouldn't have to be huge this isn't like it's we're not talking like triple a hundreds of developers uh we're talking like a room of 20 people who are really good at vr who really know the ins and outs of these engines uh and and can and can make these things work and they could they could like 20 dedicated first party employees could probably push out uh a a great vr version of a game every six months I, I really think that's true, and and I, and I think I'm underselling it a little bit. I feel like they could they could probably do even more than that, but but I agree, it's a great idea. It's a great idea. Macho, um, macho, 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 macho. The real estate procrastin game cap with a two dollar tip says you got my vote, Jim Bryan. Oh, I see what he did. He added a B, and now it's me. Okay, uh, guys, ready for the hostile takeover of Sony? Me and Miles are gonna go in and and take it over host hostily. 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 I don't think the total hostile takeovers work. I don't think you just go and go. We come. In, <laughs> we come. In, we're, we're taking over. Everyone, <laughs> under your desks. And then
0: and, 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 and then and then they go. Please, um, exits just here. And we're like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> like we're we're so sorry for disturbing you. Yeah. yeah yes. Sorry. Sorry, Jim Ryan. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry, Miss Receptionist, didn't mean to yeah. bother you. We don't even get to see Jim Ryan. We walk in and we get turned around before we even get in the building. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Miles. <laughs> hey, Brian. You ready to play some 20 questions?
0: I am ready, Brian. Are you ready
1: to Dude, guess my game? I am so ready. I'm going to need everybody's help in the chat, though, because this game's way harder than you think it is. And so I'm going to put six minutes up on the clock, clock up on the counter the way that Jeremy likes it and uh we're gonna play some 20 questions i got 20 yes or no questions and only six minutes to figure out what playstation vr one or playstation vr two game miles is thinking of everybody in the chat let's do this on your mark get does go uh whoa i'm thinking about it fair You all, right. all the time you want no i don't think that's true uh did this game come out uh on playstation vr2 yes it did all right did this game also come out on playstation vr1 no it didn't okay so psvr2 only you guys Uh <clears throat> this game have a lot of puzzles in it uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay This game played from is there oh, is there any uh, is there any multiplayer in this game at all? Sorry, say that again, is there any any multiplayer? No. Okay, no multiplayer. Tatum in the chat is wondering, did we mention this game even once today on today's show? No. Wow. Okay. Rhodey's asking if it was, an, if it's a known IP. No. Okay. Is this, uh, did this, uh, <clears throat> is this game a port of a previously quest game? No. no. Don't think so. No. Interesting. That eliminates a lot. Uh, Uh, Looper, good question. Was it a PSVR2 launch title? No. Uh, Well, we're definitely eliminating large groups of games. Uh, So not a PSVR2 launch title. Uh, Do you shoot guns in this game?
0: Um... (sighs) Yes. Um you, you do, but I wouldn't focus on it. Nine.
1: Alright you guys. This is this is a this is a puzzle game where you do some shooting, but we shouldn't focus on the shooting. It's not on PSVR one. It is PSVR two. Uh Dan Kiefer is asking if you operate vehicles. No. Ten. Okay. Uh, Tatum, Red Matter 2 was on Quest, Red Sea Gaming, Cosmo Dread was on Quest, uh, Cosmonious High was on Quest. Can you play this on the flat screen as well as in VR? No, 11. Yeah. Okay. Rody's wondering if it's a roguelike or a roguelite. Either one. No. No. Twelve. Okay. <clears throat> uh I wish it were. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Uh is this uh is, is this retro, is this retro inspired in any way? No. 13. Okay. I think we can eliminate Masternoid, you guys?
0: miles is not a j in the fuck out of this <laughs> <laughs> no I've been very quick on it today, and I did look up a for an answer that I normally stifle on uh, early uh, so I've got that as well um
1: <clears throat> all right guys puzzle game you do some shooting puzzle i uh, markio yeah, he wouldn't do that would he? Wouldn't do what. Do you do you do any math in this game? Yeah, you do some math in this I game. I hate you so much, Miles. I hate you so much. Miles is is Marchio, you're amazing. Uh Miles, is this Math World VR?
0: It is Math World VR, Brian. Oh my god. On uh after 14 questions.
1: Yeah, nice one, man. Um, Un, I would never would have gotten this. Thank you, Mark. Yeah, as soon
0: as I saw him ask it, I wrote down his name <laughs> and the math game like as a like, I'll kind of give it to him as the first one to guess it. Uh, but yeah, my... as soon as I heard you say it, that's why I laughed. If I didn't hadn't seen it, I would have covered it up a lot better.
1: This game is terrible. And my favorite thing about this game is that you recently tried to go for the platinum and found and out broken. that it's broken.
0: <laughs> so I spent like half an hour doing some pretty good maths and then i lost all my um yeah like it was, it was like a roguelite every time you start the game start from scratch um yeah um you do shoot has some better guns. basketball mechanics than down and out though
1: but only mildly <laughs> no i'd say it's a lot better does it kind of launch from your hand like does like yeah. a little bit but i don't know the, the the first
0: one the carnival darts yeah that is really difficult but then once you get the hang of it I mean the strategy is you go for the bottom row and then you start working up just so if it misses it and goes below, you're not gonna hit an odd number when you need an even number. Um just for anyone that wants to take notes on how to I can't believe you're you know you've become developed a math wizard
1: strategies on math world. Well it really is
0: is important when you're learning maths.
1: I, I think you I think you need to make a tip video. For, they all told people, me that... for all the people just starting out in math world. Oh, that's true, that's they, true. You know, pe- people think it's, people don't know what to do. It, there's, a lot to, there's a lot to take in.
0: Although I will say, I did actually make a tip video this week uh, that I just posted on Twitter. It's not something for my own channel. Although I might do it as a story post. Uh, but it's for the Platinum of Survive. So anyone that wants to go for the Platinum Survive, it's really hard to grind that level 60 uh sometimes i would spend 15 minutes with friends and go up a level other times i'd spend an hour with friends and not even go up a level i found a way of going up a level pretty much every three to five minutes um so i've posted it in the survive channel on um without paroles discord go join it but yeah anyone else that is is working on that um hopefully that helps you out
1: miles thank you so much for hanging out with me uh i know you still gotta thank you Brian. get some packing done you got to get out of here you got to leave leave the country and come to my country um yeah sa- safe travels Dude. my friend man thank you so much for being no, nice thanks
0: man um yeah yeah it's good no i'm gonna be packing straight after this uh, there's some vr games i just want to keep playing but i i should pack and then see how i do and then i'm, I'm scared of like oversleeping the alarm uh That's although great. my flight's at 220 in the afternoon so uh not too bad. <laughs> yeah. Flying with American Airlines. Cool.
1: Two twenty yeah, in the yeah. afternoon, that's amazing, actually. I feel like I'm always flying yeah. out at like five AM, four AM. It's like I've got to go to bed before I I've got to wake up before but, I go to bed usually. But
0: I land in Birmingham, Alabama at um four twenty in the morning my time. Uh so Open it's got it them, them. Yeah. Um but actually, something I would request any game cats to recommend uh, and just put it on the Discord in the ask miles section is um I'm always paranoid when going on flights with like entertainment. Um so I have YouTube. Uh I have YouTube Premium so I'm able to download YouTube videos onto my phone. Uh, so when I'm not connected to the internet. But also like a lot of mobile games these days you need an internet connection to play them, which is really annoying. So if anyone has any good mobile games they'd recommend for ios that you don't need an internet connection for anything to keep me uh, occupied i kind of wish the friday show was someone else hosting and it went on for like four hours and then i could have listened to it tomorrow i'm not listening to my own show tomorrow and i've already watched the aj and west one but um yeah any podcasts or stuff like that any suggestions would really appreciate it well i'd just take my psvr2 with me set it up just gonna sit on the plane with the psvr2 plugged in, (laughs) ps5 I'll just like nice. it there, right? Just run play a, some Hell Sweeper.
1: Run a power. Take off the headset, up the and cabin. everyone
0: around me has got black eyes. Okay. Nice. <laughs> oh, oh that's it. tip, Brian—the so best influence on YouTube.
1: uh VR Spaceman with the seven twenty-nine Titan AES AED. Don't know what that is i'm sure but that's so, awesome brian the best influencer on youtube thank you so much for your spaceman that's very sweet of you to say we know it's not true but we still love you for saying it, it. is true uh i could never compete with you in silver nexus with the level three membership says take care be merry and game on game cats thank you everybody for being here uh and uh <clears throat> and, and spending your friday evening with us it, it always means a lot um a lot of stuff going down a lot of games to be talking about soon, a lot of games coming out over the next month, it's going to be crazy. Uh, the 100k subscriber uh, milestone is going to be happening soon as well within I, I mean, I guess about the next two weeks or so if things stay on the current trajectory. Uh, I've got a plan, I really want to make a special video for you guys. Hopefully I can find time over the next week to do it. Uh, it's gonna be a big, you know, big deal for the channel. Big deal for for me. Uh, be a huge a huge point that you know, it's. It, I just can't believe that this has been going on for so long. Um, you, if you asked me seven years ago, eight years ago, when we started this thing, I'd be like, I have no aspirations to ever hit a hundred thousand. It's a big deal. So, I, I appreciate you guys all for being here, uh, for subscribing, for clicking the like button, for subscribing to Miles and all my other co hosts. You're all amazing. Um, thank you to everybody. How's this channel run? I, dude, I am so done. What just happened? Like, my like brain fizzled out. Uh, Sci-Fi Game Kit Henry, BryPop, all the moderators. Uh, everybody supports the channel financially over here on YouTube uh, by being a YouTube member and everyone on Patreon.com slash Without Pearl Games. Thanks to everybody who tips during the show. You guys keep the lights on. You all keep the lights on. I appreciate you. Uh, and everybody who hangs out, helps with 20 questions. Mark you, that was crazy. Uh, and everybody who sits back and watches the show and doesn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there. We love you just as much. Happy Friday, Miles.
0: Happy Friday, Brian. Happy Friday, Game Cats. Have a great weekend, and uh, all the best.
1: Miles, didn't do it. I wasn't prepared uh, for today's show at all, and so I don't have a clip of the week ready. Um, oh, and I had a one. Oh. Uh, oh no, but that's okay um, <clears throat> because because I've been meaning to start doing clip of the week, you know, more than just on Friday. Um, so we we can we can do this next week, and uh, depend we'll see what happens. Um, but I did I did want to I did want to look back into without Parole history into these thumbnails, because we've been doing GameScouts for a few years now. And what I like to do is look back and say, well, it's September 22nd today. And so I see this whole screen that we're looking at that the the thumbnail. Um, What should we do? Should we go back to we can go back to, I don't know, September 22nd, 2021. Let's see, I can't even see what it is. It's Oh, man, we were hurting. We were hurting so much. This is a, this is September 22nd, 2021. All we had to talk about was the Saints and Sinners DLC, Aftershocks, um, plus Puzzle Bobble 3D, probably some Beat Saber DLC. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Aftershocks. We're excited for a DLC.
0: That is a trip down memory lane. Brian, man, yeah. Some people have mentioned it in the chat. If mm. if you are able to, it's a really short, short clip. I've give, given you the Discord link. I don't know if it's gonna work. If we can get this up, this was when doing the Alvo live stream, and it is a perfect like, demonstration of why we can't have nice things on, on live streams. I don't know if you've seen this. Okay. But basically... I have the seen first.
1: This. Give me a second, and I will absolutely be able to get this up and running.
0: That's cool. I'll just give it... I'll queue it up with while you set it up. Cool. Basically, the risk when you live stream and you're playing with other randoms online is you don't know what they're going to say, and sometimes people can say some really horrible stuff. And there was a guy that every sentence was saying the F word, like, oh, the effing turret, effing... And it was just absolutely hilarious. And then um steve from malvo was in the chat and said oh you can mute him individually i was like oh yeah i forgot that so he muted him all and that was it and then in this clip was uh when i was just saying to the chat oh should we should we unmute him and give him another chance yeah let's do that and okay. uh shame on me love
1: it all right man uh i don't know if this is going to appear in the correct place or anything because i wasn't prepared for this but let's see what happens perfect
0: hey guys should we see if umc has uh cal- calmed down with his swearing yet Oh, I'll unmute him. Here we go, guys.
1: I don't give a fuck.
0: Okay. <laughs> I muted it again. That was. You got to clip that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. No, that was worth it. That was absolutely yeah. <laughs> worth it. Because everyone
0: relates to it, like, it, it, it just the timing was perfect, because all in the lead up to it, the question I had was, because my friend Johnny was in there, and he wasn't muted, and I was like, oh, when you mute people, can they hear you still? Because can you hear me going, yeah, I've muted him now, and that, like, really annoyed him, <laughs> and then it turned out not, and then when that happened, the timing was just so perfect. I was like, oh, okay, no, that's why I muted him. Yeah, that's why we want <laughs> up have nice things.
1: It's like when um, it's it's so funny because occasionally somebody will, you know, be like absolutely ridiculous in the comments and and I'll, and I'll have to ban them or something in the comment section of without parole. And, uh, and, and it, you know, people don't know when they're banned, right? Because the, the idea with the ban thing is that they'll leave a comment and they're the only one that can see it. And, and so they'll just continue participating, leaving comments, negative comments, like neg- negative, you know, uh, negative messages in the chat, and they're the only one who can see it. And so it's so funny when, you know, every year I give everyone another chance. I go, you know what, it's probably time to go back in and un- unblock everybody. And, uh, and and it's so funny that like a day after I unblock a bunch of people, I see the same names pop up with the same fucking negativity and awful shit that they got banned for the first time. So it's like they've been doing it the whole time. And it's like, I just, gotta, I just get to catch this quick, uh, quick little glimpse into, into what they've been typing all of this time. And they have no idea that the, that, that no one else would be able to see it but them. Uh, and, it, and it feels like what we just saw was the video game equivalent of that. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right that was this a long, is why we can't have nice things. Fucking long-winded. Man, all right, I'm so done. Macho says, Macho in the chat says, Oh I'll never ban me, Brian. <laughs> Don't worry, man. I unban everybody. No promises, eventually. no promises. Yeah. I always feel bad. I feel so bad about banning people that like I can't I can't ban them forever. Like I just need to like make them disappear for six months or so just so I can deal. Uh, Mr. Tortoise, the game turtle, says shit, I'm probably banned. <laughs> uh, I guess that's proof you're not. And with that, have a wonderful night.